outgunned, you gotta you gotta come at them. What do you think on obtaining taste space like? Dances with uh, like plutonium. I bet it's bad, but it's real bad to be around. <laughs> it turns your skin blue. Apparently. Yeah, it turns your skin blue, and then you get all elongated and fucked up, and you have an enlarged heart, and, and then, you live to thirty. And then you have to fuck with your hair. Yeah, and then you have Ugh, to, uh, that's the worst part. And then you Andre the Giant it. <laughs> I can't believe they're making another Avatar. I know it made a shitload of money, but no one cares. About their yeah. problems? No, it's about like, Avatar. Yeah, there's no. It's not like there's Avatar conventions. Oh yeah, like it left no cultural footprint. Except all those people that want to fuck blue stuff now. <laughs> not anymore. They wanted to fuck blue stuff for about three months after it came out, and now they're like, eh, I'm gonna go back to fucking anthropomorphic dog people. Oh uh, sure. I'm gonna fuck <laughs> dragons. <laughs> okay, here's Cam's email. I am getting email. Super pumped I'll have to drive tonight. I'm gonna get a special kind of drunk. I'm gonna get fucked up and I'm gonna put Australia on blast. That's what I'm I gonna came get here fucked to see. up. I'm gonna put Deadpool on blast. At the Whoa. at Deadpool. And then when we leave, I don't know, I assume we'll go to like Burger King or Hardee's <laughs> or some shit that's still open. I'm gonna put them on blast. See, I'm gonna get drunk and then just use Deadpool as like my sobering period. Yeah. Yeah. Where? Give me all the Kim, popcorn is your mic and the up bacon towards and you? you have. Yeah, You're quiet. it's very close to me. You're quiet. See the I pulled it extra close to me. Even I'm trying to get I'm trying to get to drunk Matt because it takes nothing for me to get buzzed, but it takes quite a bit for me to get <laughs> buzzed. Go to drunk. the next level. Yeah. I'm trying to get I'm trying to get to that because what is this Luke O'Connorable's like third or fourth? Third, yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to get fucking blasted for him. I want it to be special. <laughs> he spent, I don't know what the conversion rate is, but... Probably three times $80 million. Probably that spent, is a lot. He probably spent $75 dues. $75 dues to make this Boy. And uh, I want it to be special. Oh, there's nothing wrong with a day, is there? I mean, at some point, will I, will I spend you know an hour speaking exclusively in my terrible Australian accent? You bet your fucking ass. Wait, how do they say fuck? I think it went slightly Fuk- Boston in the middle yeah, of that. Yeah, that was sentence. totally Boston. No, Boston's fucking. Fucking? That's Irish. But it's also, like, not America, so that's close. <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold that's on. America. Hold on. As far as Joey's. Joey, yeah. I can't see you. We gotta hear this shit. My name is Hugh Jackman, and I am the president of Australia. Fuck you. <laughs> fuck you. Fuck. Fuck you. I think my key in phrase is. you. Oh. Fucking and a <laughs> hey oh wait that's, uh, a, that's uh, a bloody outrage it is I'm gonna take this to my my representative hey <laughs> I'm gonna take Tobias. this I'm gonna take this all the way to the prime minister <laughs> I am hey Andy it's floating what's a good word mates it's just floating on a tube <laughs> naked <laughs> a what's a good word. Oh my god, the Lethal Weapon podcast where we drank Foster's and Guinness. <laughs> that was a really good show. Uh, you feel real bad about it after, though? Yeah, it came out really good. The worst show Climax has ever done is still Starship Troopers, because I don't remember it. <laughs> I don't remember a lot of things we do in this room. No, but like, I had to... Yeah, you don't. We were, no, not you like know, that. I told, this, I, I, I told this story on Climax, but I was like... I'd ask Kyle the Tuesday after we recorded on a Saturday. I was like, hey, did we finish Starship Troopers? And he was like, yeah, no, it's recorded. Nick has, like, a thing to edit. I go, no, 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 no. Did we finish the movie? Did we make it through? Yeah. Yeah. And then I told that story to Nick, and he was, like, quiet for a while. And he goes, you 
drove us back to the apartment. <laughs> uh oh. Well, we invented our own cocktail. It was the first time we invented our own cocktail. And it was a fucking disaster. Yeah, well, Malibu Wines has come up twice this week. <laughs> what? And I'm like not thrilled with that. Oh, like the the event? No, like at one point. Or going back. Mixer? Going there. And, fucking Malibu. And I was just like, Malibu. oh, I don't I don't think I need to go to Malibu Wines again. And then literally while we were sitting <laughs> on the couch out there, Kersey just sent a message to the, about the same group of people who went this summer and was like a link to something. Let's and it do was it like, again. It was like only twenty five bucks a person. When are we doing this? Like, well, let's see. It uh, Kim threw up all over our everything, and then it cost a two hundred dollar vet bill. I don't think we can afford you to go back to Malibu. Wine. Now, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Okay, Kim had fun. Okay, Kim, <laughs> Mega Kim showed up. She. Uh, but I the thing is, Mega I but, but it was Kim like, but it was I. I didn't Just start really, saving two hundred dollars now. Like, barely did. I was definitely drunk when we started on our way home, like when we left the last winery. But I was not mm. like mega Kim drunk when we left that winery. And then a combination of everything, and then driving down the windy Malibu hills, just, just like <laughs> unlocked the floodgates. So I never really got to like that fun, like you'll never find my buried gold mega Kim level. <laughs> I just was like tipsy having a good it, time, yeah. and then fucking obliterated. Well, okay. I mean, the first off is is heat. You know what mistakes to avoid. I yeah. do. I, I did eat, but that's I said probably heat. The, oh, heat. Heat yeah. death. You got that the heat was, death. Heat was a See, major you, factor. You know what to avoid. You know I'm to, fucking you, white. You know to stay so. cool. You're the and whitest. You, and you know not to leave fucking chocolate around. <laughs> They're ladies, though, dude. Like, it's a, it's a party. It's a flock of ladies. Like, I don't give a shit. When you, have, when you have dogs as dumb as you guys have, you just put shit up. Yeah, yeah. Well, you, you're talking to, another, again, what, what do you call, like, a group of ladies? Like, a pussy of ladies? A gaggle. <laughs> yeah, Joey, go ahead and call them a pussy <laughs> of ladies. I, call, it's a gaggle of gals. I dare call, you. Call a gaggle of women. Yeah, a pussy. Call, call them a pussy as a unit of measurement, <laughs> and when they come back from Malibu wines and they slit your fucking throat, <laughs> you'll know why. Uh, That's fair. Wow, this is one wild pussy. <laughs> I use it as a unit of measurement. <laughs> and you're already dead. <laughs> Respectfully, guys. Matt, have you heard of this app called Flow State? Before we start, how else? Do- no, wait, a it's it's a writing thing. How where else do I know how to measure? The of- uh, you can do 15 pussy? yeah it's a pussy of women 15 minutes 30 minutes 45 minutes okay. and you pick a font and then you start typing you have to finish the session or what you write does not save if you stop typing for more than five seconds your your stuff starts to fade away and if you don't start typing again it's gone forever uh, okay uh, that's neat. <laughs> that's exactly what I said. After I said that sounds pretty neat. After three years in a writing, writer's office, that's fucking nonsense. Well, it's it's ta- it's just like that. Um, uh, what's that word? The, t- the type of writing where you don't think about it. Stream is- of conscious. Yeah, stream of conscious writing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. After three years in a writer's office, that never happens. Yeah, that's fucking bullshit. Like <laughs> I've had so many pre- preconceived notions where I was like. Oh no no! I just need to let the I just need to let it flow. Like it's I, called flow state. Yeah. Even even <laughs> even now, one of my favorite quotes. Even now, one of my favorite quotes is, "I can fix a bad page, but I can't fix a blank page." I repeat that to myself when I don't feel like writing. Okay. But if I'm just writing fucking gibberish so the words don't disappear, 
Like well, that's not the point. You're supposed to keep writing like real stuff. Like not like... fucking Pirates of the Caribbean. Here's about two shoes that hate each other, but really love... Actually, that's a really good action. Matt, 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 Matt. I sure don't want all of these words to disappear on me, so I'm just going to keep typing. I mean, don't get me wrong. I don't... It is true. If you do not use it, you, in fact, lose it. I don't... All right, that's my favorite quote. <laughs> that's a quote from Forty Year Old Virgin. No, my favorite quote is "When in doubt, whip it out." Uh, no, but it's like that that kind of stream of consciousness, that sort of writing sprint stuff. God damn it! I mean, that's fine for a certain type of person. It's for brainstorming. And if you're that type of person, that's great. But I, I just I just don't subscribe to it anymore. Oh yeah, good call, Kim. I had to turn on the blue martini light. God, All right, let's do it, this. Martini light. <laughs> <sighs> Only good thing she left. <clears throat> well, I mean, she left the grill. I guess that counts as being left. And a bunch of mystery rusty screws in the dirt. We need to figure out uh, what to do with your grill. The yeah. old grill? Yes. No, 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 no. The, the grill that was left here. What do you mean? Because uh, it has those heating grates. Oh, they're all, like, totally destroyed. They have now rusted through and fallen. Yeah, you can probably just order new ones. Yeah, I was just like, we need to price those or remove them. Yeah. Because, I mean, as much as I, like... Eating rust? No, 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 that's not how fire works. It's like chalky... No, that's not how fire works. You ate fine Super Bowl Sunday. Oh, yeah, I ate more than fine. It was We all ate fine. No, but it's like... Wait, it doesn't like, look like my mic's plugged in. <laughs> it is, it we is. Can hear oh, you okay. <laughs> we can hear you, Nick, don't worry. <laughs> no, I no, feel you like sound, I'm here on a joke. <laughs> you sound great, buddy. <laughs> really, really picking it up a notch. No, it's because the stands have cords, like, threaded through Yeah, I them, see now, yeah. But they're not long enough to reach from that position, what, uh, Luke's so we listen, have to use a different Luke's one. listening to the show, he's like, what's that quiet voice in the background? <laughs> Is Nick there? It sounds like he's in the bathroom or something. Was he's, Nick just Oh, watching? yeah, I remember that. I remember, like, in the comic where Superman was super. Is Nick there as an audience member? <laughs> we perform better when Nick's watching and playing nuke for us. <laughs> just in the corner. <laughs> Nick, you don't have to yell. Your mic is on. Are you sure? I do. The last couple of these, it sounded like I was far away. It's starting to sound like Charlie Kelly. Ah, Charlie Kelly here. All right. the original King Mix. Charlie turned 40 this week. Yeah? Yeah. That's it? He was on the celebrity birthdays. He's a celebrity now. One day, one day on the show, Biz Beat, Ralph got on a tangent about something, and then he got to birthdays, and he said, Celebrity birthdays! I don't know, there's a bunch of them. Go look them up, you lazy ass, and then just left. <laughs> That's how I would handle that. Yeah. See, this is why we don't have a daily show. <laughs> because we'd be sued, because that's a name that... I meant it as a unit of measurement. Oh, okay. Like a pussy. Because like <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a John Stewart. <laughs> or a Trevor Noah. Or a Trevor or Noah. Or a pussy of women. Well, technically, we have a John Stewart. His name's Ari. <laughs> <laughs> it was a joke, nice. Joey. Yeah, I know. Okay. I, I, yeah. Okay. Make those connections. <laughs> Synapses are firing. I don't know enough about Trevor Noah's background to volunteer myself as our Trevor Noah. 
He's from South Africa. Close know, enough. I, I, oh, we might need a Trevor Noah, though. I know I know Trevor Noah's South <laughs> African. Yeah. I just don't know if he's like... Uh, Was that a South African accent just then? South African. Yeah. <laughs> it's spelled Seth African. Seth African. Seth African. It's, he's uh, my favorite actor. I'm, uh, I'm, f- I'm from South Africa, and uh, we, lead, uh, we lead the world in uh, the production of uh, racism, apartheid. Mm-hmm. Prawns mm-hmm. and chippy robots. Chippy robots. And <laughs> chippy robots. Great white chippies. Chippies that, uh, that jump out the water. Chippy. And great white sharks that uh, jump uh, eight feet out of the water. That's a real and thing. And giant tall buildings yeah, that no one knows, but a bunch of gangsters hang out in front of it. I don't know what the sex is. Don't live in South Africa. Yeah, Joe. South Africa. It's like everything I'm afraid of. It's literally called racism, sharks. I'm out. Hold on. You love racism. Yeah, but like, not when I'm the only one. Like then, it's terrifying. If you if you watch Neil Blomkamp's was it Blomkamp's movies, yeah, you might have a vague idea of what Johannesburg is. I still don't know. If you if you told me that District Nine and Chappie was a documentary about South Africa, I'd I like, might believe you. Yeah, yeah, that big space has been there a while. Okay, let's Should get going. Yeah. Yes, an all new custom show. Welcome. My name is Joy Reinish. I'm joined by Kim Reinish. Hello. Uke Master Nick Allen. I am a master and I'm Nick Allen. <laughs> and Matt Lohman. G'day. I'm here to talk about Australia. <laughs> yeah, don't do that yet. <laughs> I'm going to do it basically the entire time. Oh, what was that accent at the end of Hugh the- Jackman. <laughs> don't worry about it, Joy. He went from zero to 60. He was zero to Hugh Jackman. Crocodile Dundee. <laughs> sure. Razorback. Is <laughs> it Crocodile? Matt doesn't, God. Matt doesn't have to drive today. <laughs> we got against the Wallabies. I mean, here's the thing. I'm equally as drunk. <laughs> well, we're going to go see Deadpool. But I'm going to keep to... going. <laughs> yeah. Matt's that's, not turning that's the back. I'm going to sneak so much booze in that theater. I'm going to have a bottle of Martin Miller. Cinema. <laughs> Movie pictures. Wait, that's... <laughs> they still call him that down there? I don't know. I didn't write that to Luke in our you questions. Worry, oh, that's right. I'll worry in like 12 years when they get the internet there. <laughs> okay. How's he getting it now, the shows? I don't know. Off his phone, I guess. It's like He's got one of them Wallaby! You got you one of them USB wallabies? Yeah, I mean, it's the, the middle of the country is a wasteland, so maybe he has a satellite dish the size of a football field. Oh, maybe. Yeah, yeah. He's, just, he's getting us like FM radio. Doubles as a swimming pool in a house. He's like, yeah, he's never actually heard an entire show <laughs> he's probably he's probably the prince of perth which gets him that satellite field he's the prince of pertha prince of pertha what's Joey? perth it's a city in australia oh my god it might be a state. prince of persia we don't know <laughs> we probably should have asked so you're questions. saying luke can rewind time no yes. what? giant leap you made i don't yeah. know what Prince of it Persia? It was a Prince of Persia joke. Ah, oh, Kim got it. White oh, ass, you're so fucking ass, hot. White-ass Jake Gyllenhaal is a Middle Eastern prince. <laughs> right, right. Well, as, as you probably have all guessed by now, this is another show brought to you by Mr. Luke O'Connorable down in Australia, our, our number one fan from down under. Yeah. Thank you, Luke. Um, he spent way too much money on us, so... $75-dollary dues. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's a, that's the American For amount, one. but the trans, the trans whatever. Converted. It's just the same. Just I'm going to You guys keep talking. <laughs> How many dollary dues is 75? I'm going to Google this. <laughs> Matt, how do you spell dollary dues? <laughs> just like it sounds. Dollar no, plus dues. Top is it a Y or an I-E? Jesus, Joey. Like a didgeridoo with money? Yeah, we get it. We get the joke, get it? Joey. Yes. All right, topic number one. Yeah. Hold on. 
The Honorable Luke. One oh. U.S. dollar equals one point four one Australian dollars. So we spent like eighty-five dollars. Oh, eighty-five dollars, he does. Eighty-five dollars, he does. I don't Boy. know that math. <laughs> okay, Nick, Can you I were go saying? on with my song. Yes, you may. The Honorable Luke O'Connorable has made this song podcast free possible. <laughs> But hopefully it's not intolerable. That's all up to you. <laughs> to me? To me? And you. <laughs> and me? And you. <laughs> and you. Hey, let's have fun and come cast together. This is it. I wrote down. We're just going with it. This is that stream of consciousness we were talking about yeah. before, and how it's a bad idea. Joey, let me in here with a ukulele and booze, and now we're here. That's I did ask for, for this. Luke O'Connorable. So he ordered a song, a ukulele song, long ago. Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah I went right. to a funeral, and then I forgot about it forever. <laughs> so I'm trying to make up for it throughout this. So there's well, you can't because I, I refunded him. Oh, okay. Well, I'm guess what? Cut that out of the show. Well, no, now it's a bonus. <laughs> yeah, you didn't pay for that. Oh, okay. Then, well, <laughs> what is this? His third Comcast? Let him have the. Yeah, let him have Joey. it, Joey. Because because it's a gift of purchase. Because one of the ninety dollar dues. Ninety five dollar dues. Ninety five dollar dues. He's been a hundred fucking dollar dues. I don't know how Australians say fuck. So here's the thing. One okay. of the topics he gave for the song was Superman. So when the topic of Superman comes up, guess what? I'm gonna have a go at this <laughs> <All> <laughs> again. Right. Sure. Do you have a, do you have lyrics for that? I do. Oh, and okay. chords. Okay. Wow. We're just gonna do a one take. It's not gonna be like oh, okay. Hold on. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, yeah. Do one take. That's how this recording. Works. <laughs> <laughs> Done a couple of these, but no, yeah, totally. Not my Got first it. rowdy out. All close, right. Close enough. Topic one. Topic one. Injuries. What is your worst, dumbest injury, or what did you walk away from mostly? Uh, when, okay, I'm going to read this as it's written. Yeah. Or, what did you walk away from mostly you unscathed? Mostly you. A couple you. typos in there, maybe? So I'm just going to read the... So it's like... A- injuries! What is your worst, dumbest injury? So he has his worst injury and dumbest injury written down. Do we want to save his for later, or no, read his first? No, kick off with him. Kick yeah. off? Yeah. All right. <clears throat> My worst injury. Oi. <laughs> g'day. Uh, g'day. This Hugh is... Jackman. I told him I didn't want him to... I, I, this is me. <laughs> sorry. I didn't want him to record it again because it took way longer to edit that show. So I was like, just only recording the but answers. But I loved, from... I loved his accent. <laughs> I know, but I think I still have If you listen gotten... closely to the last one, I kind of profess my love for him. <laughs> <laughs> you just... Really quiet in the background again. Yeah, it was buried. <laughs> it was just, no one heard it. Oh, that sounds so cool. It's like his accent's so dreamy. That was when we actually didn't plug in his microphone. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Luke's worst injury. At work one night, there was a scuffle outside my building, and a dude got cut bad. I went out to stop the fight. Hold on, that's a scuffle. Scuffle. Just a scuffle. Cut, not like yeah. a, just, a, just a little knife scuffle. <laughs> just you a little know. knife. Right. Little I realize that Australia is knifey's. 100% a prison population. <laughs> It's it's like Escape from New York. Yeah, they have they have different standards. <laughs> I went out to stop the fight, and during the melee, I got a knife in my bicep. <sighs> I remember screaming, "What the, the fuck? fuck, dude!" and punching the guy out. Not the best response, but given the stitch or a sitch, I didn't get much shit for it. Well, what? yeah, you got a knife in your arm. 
Oi. Luckily, since I left the blade in until an ambulance arrived, there was a there was little long term damage and no scar. Bit upset about that. <laughs> you should have tore it so it made a bigger scar, so chicks would be all over it. Just wiggle it in there. All right, and he's got his dumbest injury. I was at scout camp at about 13, and we were biking between small towns. I got distracted by a dog and clipped the back of a parked ute. What's a U-T-E? Is that a, is that a typo like a, or a thing? No, it's like a type of SUV. Oh, okay. Ute. Uh, went ass over tit and shattered onto the <laughs> dirt road. Shockingly, all I got was scraped elbow and bruised stomach. Hmm. There you go. That's not all that right. dumb. Um, anyone want to go first for this... Injuries? I don't I have think I've, on one of these comcasts, I've said the flower pot injury, right? I don't know. I don't. I, I have not heard it, but I mean. Well, that's my worst. I have another well, dumb do, one. Well, do do it like an abridged one, just in case. Okay, here we go. Do 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 do. My family driving in Texas. We're in the I'm old school. It. I remember now. Old yeah, school yeah. Bu- vans with the bucket seats and the bed yep, or the couch yep. that fold down. I remember bed. now. So should I go on? <laughs> yeah, you can. I just, oh, okay. I just looked up a Ute, and it looks like a uh, El Camino. It's an Australian uh, El Camino. Okay, sure. Okay, nice. So in your bucket seats in the van. All right, and, and then- my mom bought a big ass flower pot and is sitting in the back. We were watching Beetlejuice on the TV. Glad my mom fell asleep at the wheel, sure. flipped over. Yep. It broke on my head. I didn't realize it though. So after like it just felt like we we're going over a bumpy gravel road. Yeah. And once it stopped, I like. Unbuckled my seatbelt, looked up to my mom and dad. I was like, is everyone okay? All of a sudden, my dad grabs a pillow, jumps over the console of the TV, and, like, smashes my head against the floor of the van. I'm like, what are you doing? <laughs> and like, no! I finally put my hand up to my head, and, and, like, I saw blood on my hand. I was like, oh, shit. And then I felt the pain. Oh, my weird. head was bleeding because the flower pot broke over my head. And then, like, they, they wheeled me out like this. Like, we couldn't get out the door of the van. I had to go out the big window on the side. You guys flipped? Yeah, well, we definitely flipped at some point. Wow. And then I spent a couple hours, maybe one hour on the side, covered up with trash bags as people tried to keep me warm. Because <laughs> they're like... Shock? They're, they thought I was going to go into shock. Maybe I was. I have a long history of brain injuries, so... That's, uh, that's why you got that brain thing. I got the brain thing. I already okay, did. It sounds like they were treating your... Con- Cushion. Yeah, like that might have been it. Shock. <laughs> you said you had another one. Give us the other one now. Okay, the Just dumbest to... one was, okay, I'm waiting for my brother playing soccer on the fields. There's a playground that had a drawbridge. We're all playing tag, okay? Is it like one of those rocky bridges? Like you walk across it and it like shakes? Yeah, a little bit, but it's still pretty damn sturdy. Okay. Yeah. And there's definitely like a handrail frame that was fixed. Oh, uh, okay. Uh-huh. But so I jump off the bridge. Meaning, just so you know, I know the geography. I came from the bridge. I know where it is. I jump off it. I see the person that's it turn a corner or something, and he chases after me. I turn around and book it. Right the, into the bridge. The bridge is there, and it clotheslines <laughs> me. I get three staples in my forehead. Classic Nick. Was this before or after the flower pot? After. And I meant that track. I was a little bit older, but yeah. <laughs> okay. That just compounded it. A little right. bit older, a little bit wiser. <laughs> right. Maybe. Tall enough to be clotheslined by mm-hmm. the drawbridge. Uh, it was the perfect size to make me look like a fucking idiot. <laughs> yeah, but if you were taller, it would have hit you in the throat and you could have died. Yeah. Uh, what what grade were you in? Uh, I'd say <laughs> six. <laughs> oh, I was visiting from college. <laughs> 
on the playground. Playing tag. I was making sure that the kindergartners fucking. The story was I jumped down from the bridge and called the kid a faggot. Because I was 25. (laughs) And he was a faggot. Can't get me. He was 11, but he still got me. And this was 2008. Because after I was knocked out, he came over and he tagged me. So un-PC. Uh, I think though, have I told the how I broke my wrist story? I feel like I have maybe on LOL somewhere. I don't know. Roller skating? Any? Does that sound familiar to you guys? I'm gonna be honest with you. I've been listening to a lot of LOL. Fun- uh, <laughs> Nick, <laughs> does that turns into sh- screaming? <laughs> it's like ah! Ten minutes of screaming. It does. Yes. I listen to them every once in a while. Have you just heard how I broke my, my wrist? Just tell it. No, I haven't. Yeah, just tell you. Fucking... So. It's <clears throat> what Luke paid for. I, I definitely have because I, I brought brought up the time in my life at which this happened. Which is this is, your worst or dumbest injury? Um, both. <laughs> um, this is between uh, elementary school and junior high when everything becomes the worst. When you're like awkward for yeah. like to the max. To to the max. <laughs> this is this is braces time. This is getting glasses time. This is so not like just starting puberty time. This is it's not like realizing how long shorts should be time. And, and mom's still <laughs> I don't doing think your you're hair still time. time. And mom's doing my hair. Yeah, blow dry. Yeah. Sharp. So this is, I go to a friend of my mom's daughter's birthday party at a roller skating rink. And I was like, ah, I don't really want to roller skate because this is kind of kind of gay. <laughs> I don't want to go out there. That's fun. I mean, it's not manly like bladed. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's, they didn't have blades. Which we all did. Skates. We all bladed, right? I bladed. I yeah, bladed. I I played, you know, uh, what do they call it? Street hockey? Street hockey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had a <laughs> what stick. What do they call street hockey? <laughs> but I, the was, fuck else they call it? Is that a colloquialism? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's what we called it. Oh, know. you want to punch some concrete? That's what, that's what they call it when you play hockey in the streets. <laughs> we didn't play in the streets. Oh, you want to play some sticky pucky? <laughs> That's the Australian version. <laughs> so, you know, my mom eventually convinces me to roller skate and do, like, two laps. And then she's, like, going by, and she's like, hey, grab my hand. I was like, that's a... She's like, oh, grab my hand. And then I fall off balance and then land backwards. And then just, like, break both bones in my wrist so much so that they the broken half sits on top of the other half. <laughs> so, nice. so it was, like... Full break. Yeah, full, clean. Not full, a fracture. A fucking Fucking break. broken. Yeah. Compound. Nice. So Compound I, fracture I, I, It's because I caught myself like this, uh, yeah, flat like palm the backwards. the heel of your hand behind you. But like, yeah. I yeah, you idiot. I'd never broken a bone. But as soon as I landed, before mm-hmm. even looking at it, I looked at my mom and was like, I broke yep, my wrist. That's broke. Broke my wrist. And she's like, what? And then I went like this and then saw the, oh. the like, fork version of my <laughs> arm. Like, oh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, the, the rest of that day was kind of a blur because it, my arm immediately swole, started to swell yeah. and then had to take the, an ambulance to the ER where my wrist was so swollen and so broken, I had to lay in the hospital overnight with it still broken for the swelling Ugh. to go down. Before they could set it? Before they could set it. Ugh. So, like, I was in the hospital... But I was so doped up because I had to lay there with my arm shattered mm. for like mm-hmm. twelve hours that this like really sweet, like older black nurse lady comes in and she's like, you know, changing my my uni- what is it? Your the, gown. Yeah, the gown. And 
I was like, I'm not wearing anything. You know, I'm like not really into it. Like, yeah. Wait, does this turn sexy? No, it doesn't. But uh, but it's like you know, I just like I've never. Been I don't want anyone before. to see She's my like, dick. I'll right? take care yeah. of it. She honey. was the first non-Ryanish to see your dick. Yes. Oh, <laughs> this is not a part of the story I brought up before. But I, I was like, no, I'm not wearing. She's like, no, it's okay, honey, it's okay. Especially and I was like so legs. out of it. I was just like, okay, and just like let let her like change my thing. And I was yeah. just like. And I remember looking over at one point, and there was like pillows propped up with ice packs everywhere, and my arm fucking still broken, laying in the bed next to me. And I'm just like, like doing that weird swimmy thing. I was like, whatever on TV was like the best thing I ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> but <clears throat> that's the only time I've broken a bone, and also weird. the like the image of seeing my wrists in that like state, like I can close my eyes and still see it. It was so fucking vivid. Yeah, it was like the you don't see body parts really do that. Yeah, and that yeah yeah yeah. Anyway, dumbest and worst, and then got to go through uh, the entry of seventh grade with pink shorts that were too short that were hand me downs and a uh, well that's unrelated a cast. But I'm just saying (laughs) this is painting the whole picture. This was. I think it was black, it, like the outside was black, and then it had like the white underneath yeah. it because they could like color the so outside cool. yeah, of it. My, my brother, when he broke his arm, got a lime green cast. Yeah, I think I'd changed colors, but then I also had the braces mm-hmm. where those had colors on them. Yeah. I did white so you could force all your friends to write nice things about it. It's like a yearbook. No, this was, it's after you do the elbow cast. Mm-hmm. That's the one people sign. And then you get the one that's like from here down that has that nylon on the outside. Though. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. But I do remember, like, when I got that off, and, it, like, scratching it was, like, the best yeah. feeling in the world. I remember in but junior high school. I smell, don't even yeah. remember. I just got in there and just started, like, loofah the shit out of my arm and then get out. And it's, like, half the size of the other one. Yeah. Because all the skin comes off of it. Well, so that's Kim, did you know Joey yeah, well, in junior high, too? No. Okay. Yeah, no. She, you were two grades back? No, just one. So you would have been in junior high when I was in junior high school. Yeah, yeah. but I mean, ju- only for one year, because when we, where we went to school, it wasn't middle school at the time. It only had seventh and eighth grade. That's what I did. Yeah, so we would have only been at that school for one year together. That I still maintain worst years of my life, <laughs> seventh <laughs> and eighth grade. It was the most interesting, I'll say. Yeah. I've, uh, I'm kind of surprised. Like, I did gymnastics for 10 plus years. I've you never, never had broken a bone. from gymnastics? The, wow. the only bone I broke was my foot in my sleep. Really? Right. That's when we took you to the ER. Yeah. I, why did you bring you. that up as your dumbest? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> you don't even know what happened. Because he woke up and it happened. Like, yeah. I don't know what story. happened. I was sleeping on like my couch that had wooden like fucking arms rest. Arm I rest. Went to bed. I woke up and I and had, had a broken foot. Yeah. <laughs> and I couldn't walk. I tried to tough it out for a couple days until I finally caved and said, Hey, can someone drive me to the hospital? <laughs> and they're like, Yep, foot's broke. I'm like, How the fuck you do that? I don't know. I slept. <laughs> this guy is a raging alcoholic. Doesn't remember. I wasn't he- even drunk that <laughs> night. I know, but I'm no like, one's going to believe you. <laughs> I don't believe you. <laughs> I'm a full contact sleeper. <laughs> He does whisper murder in his sleep. I did contact one of my exes. like, Do I kick in my sleep? They're like, Hell yeah. Okay, makes well, sense. Makes yeah. makes sense. <laughs> that's uh, that's. Do a- I sleep jits, <laughs> <laughs> babe? Why didn't you bring this up earlier? I could have killed you. <laughs> I'm like, no, no, you don't really hit that hard. <laughs> you just hit very awkwardly, so it probably hurts you more. 
Well, it's like she also sleep jits, so it's like an awesome like <laughs> Matrix <laughs> movie of like kick and counter counter it's like punch. A, I don't think that's how it went down. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a turn based like what just you goes, like motherfucker. She moves to the couch. <laughs> Uh, people at home probably was like, well, what was the story about Nick's broken sleep foot? And I'm like, well, you pretty much heard the entire that's the story. It. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. Nick Nothing else to look into. I we don't took know. him to County, which is a terrifying place. Oh, I, went, you- I waited hours. Yeah. You were there for a really long time. Hours. Yeah. We didn't wait for you. <laughs> I don't even know how you got I home. didn't expect you to. <laughs> we dro- well, we just I was up sitting like, around right. by couples. Like, clearly they stabbed each other. <laughs> And they have, like, the knife in, and they're still waiting. I'm like, oh, I'm last on the list. <laughs> like, they kept wheeling people in in front of me. They're like, oh, yeah, lungs exploding. Yeah, that's, okay. that's, that's, yeah I don't have any visible holes. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, Matt, you got dumb or worse injury? I mean, I've been on fire uh, four times in my life. <laughs> I remember talking about this before. That's Twice a good amount. Purpose, but this is one I actually deal with every day. So, um... I uh, have a first-degree black belt in Taekwondo, and, uh, you know, my parents signed me up for it because I was, you know, like, the at the time, like, the only brown kid in an all-white town in central Indiana. So, I took Taekwondo, and I was getting really he's good gonna, forward thinking. He's gonna need to defend him. <laughs> he's gonna need some jits. Yeah, I'm gonna need to be able to jits. So, for a while, I got by, because it's like, oh, hey, y'all, you know that chink? <laughs> he's taking karate! <laughs> So that bought me some time, and then, like... Did you just go from Southern into Australian accent there? So then, I'm drunk, I don't give a fuck. But what happened is is other guys started, like, learning, like, boxing and wrestling, and then we found out that I was trained to do, like, tournament fighting. Yeah, yeah. Not, like, street fights. Not, like, actually brawl. So to make a contact, and then I got my ass kicked, and then I stopped learning pure Taekwondo, and started learning how to street fight, so I learned... Started bad rooting well, I started learning like uh, kickboxing and Jeet Kune Do, and dang it, dang it, dang it, I had Master Huang and Master Jack, and Master Jack was in the Korean military, and then he was a detective, and then he spent some time as a detective. That's awesome. Then he was Shanghai. divorced. Then he was divorced, and then remarried, and well, then divorced again. Well, then he was divorced, <laughs> and then the girl he was supposed to uh, marry, he was. Uh, Breaking up with another girl at the time, and the girl was breaking up at another time, shot him in the face, huh. and then killed herself. Oh. Wow. So Did he brush. die when he got shot in the face? Yeah. So okay. So my first brush with death, but he taught me, like, close-up fighting, because I was, I'm part Filipino. Also not how so to deal I'm with women. Not, so <laughs> or be, guns. So I'm going to be not tall. <laughs> and then they would always send the biggest white boy after me, so I learned, like, lots of inside fighting, but... Uh, I don't know you! <laughs> but what happened was... That's, that's so, my purse. So... It, the transition between pure tournament at the time, tournament style taekwondo fighting and street fighting, uh, I signed up for a tournament. And, was it uh, a street fighting tournament? No, it was pure taekwondo. <laughs> Underground? And then this guy I was I was fighting, uh, this was like like second or third place. It uh, wasn't the finals um, for a reason. So Chuck Norris wasn't there and the music no. wasn't playing. No. Got it. And I, wasn't, I, I didn't make it to the finals for a reason you're about to find out. So... <laughs> This guy was, there's a move, it's like a hook kick. Like, if this is my foot and this is my knee, what you do is, is you wrap the inside of your knee around the back of their head. Matt is bending his elbow yeah. and putting it behind his head. So basically you put you, you bend your knee around the back of their head and throw them to the ground. Uh-huh. And then oh, he so motion their head the ground. And in a headlock from behind. Yeah, but with your foot. With, with your, your legs. Oh. And it's, it's, 
it doesn't do any damage. It's just a punk move. And you get a face full of ball. No, no, you get a face full of ground. Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh, yeah, yeah. It's behind, so, the ball's behind you. You get behind the knee nastiness and maybe some taint sweat in her neck. But, <laughs> but, but then your 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 face is sped towards the ground, and it doesn't do a lot of damage. It's just a punk move. You do it to people to prove that they suck and they can't they can't stop you. Right. And mm-hmm. this guy kept trying to do it to me, and he kept. He said it was an inside thigh kick. He's trying to kick me in the dick. Like, <laughs> so what happened was, I I got his timing down. So when he throw the hook kick is I'd move in, block it, and then I would just punch him right below the diaphragm. Yeah. And is this like with gloves and the helmet? Yes, they... but we didn't have chest protectors. Okay. So I would just drill him in the stomach. So so I got his timing down. He, he realized that his timing down. So he threw, It was I thought it was a hook kick, but it was an axe kick, where it's basically you just bring your heel into their head as hard as you can. <laughs> and I blocked it with my left hand. And see how my fingers are? Yeah. But the other way. Uh, all of them? Yes. Uh, yes we did so I hyperextended all your fingers. The other Oosh. way. The wrong way. <laughs> yeah. That's what hyperextending is. So, yeah. so so I I I lost I took the I took the two point hit and I went back to my corner because they broke us up. And I grabbed wanted, a gun. I wanted to hurt him as bad as he hurt me. So I didn't tell uh, yeah. my teacher or my dad <laughs> that he fucked up my hand. So I f- fixed my hand. Ugh. And then when we went out there, he threw the hook kick, and Jesus. then I stopped it, and then I hooked his leg, which you're not allowed to do in a tournament, and I punched it's him fine. in the face, which you're not allowed to do in a tournament, <laughs> and then I kept punching him in the face, That's awesome. which you're not allowed to do in a tournament, and then I was disqualified. <laughs> so, but the thing is, is to this day, my left That's hand, the best. I like, I'm not in any pain. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't hurt. But my left hand will send a signal to my brain that my fingers aren't aligned with the rest of my hand. Mm. Everything's off to the right. And I have to check it. And I'm like, okay, my fingers are aligned. And I do this. Like you, you, you're you going to bend your index and you don't feel like No, that. like everything's this way. Everything's shifted. Oh, down. holy shit. And it makes my, and it's not. It so many things snap into place now. It doesn't hurt. <laughs> but I sit there and I do this. And I don't even, I don't even realize it anymore. Where I check my hand. To make sure it's okay, and then sometimes I'll sit there and check it, and then I guess my index finger got it the worst because I can pop it in and out, uh, and sometimes it makes a noise. No. I'm gonna see if the mic can pick it up. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. oh shit, yeah. you weren't yeah. that time. Yeah, it makes so much sense because we we come up here for like football Sunday, and most of the times Matt Matt drives, and I I just, <laughs> just, don't just I just don't tri- look at me. I think the eye contact will make it worse for you. <laughs> yeah. Look at him. Turns out Look it does. At him. What? <laughs> but when Matt's driving, I was I thought this was just his inner monologue, like f- cursing out the other drivers. Yeah. With his left hand, he'll just like do this. No, it's me making sure my hand isn't aligned. Yeah, like <laughs> like he always sends this "what the fuck up" hand with like his, a his like yeah, like this. Yeah, and like me, and then he'll do like yeah. It makes so much sense now. Like it, it my my hand. It, it Thanks, Luke. You're helping Nick learn stuff about Matt. He's only lived with him for like eight years. Like I said, it doesn't, it doesn't, it doesn't hurt. I'm never in pain. Like that's why I've never had to check it out. But my hand will basically it's not something new. I've always... to my brain. It's like your fingers aren't aligned. And I'm like, no, no, no. My fingers work. Like everything works. Ugh. But like, like at work, I'll sit there and I'll have to like sit there and like touch each or the, mm. the finger the meets joint. the knuckle yeah. to like. 
tell myself it's fine. Well, you know, <clears> one year at camp, you, Joe, you know how I do this where I yeah. I touch each finger to my it's thumb. It's kind of the same thing. And I go back and forth. I was cursed with this. Yeah. I, yeah. Have you heard this story? Yeah. I have not. They have, have not. I have. Um, I think it's horseshit. I don't think Luke's, I don't think Luke's heard it. I swear. So I went to this language camp for like five years I when swear. I was younger. And um, it was a German language camp. So all the counselors spoke German. Like the buildings were designed to look like German buildings. You oh, did, you ate like German food. You sang German like camp songs. You did like German games. It was like going to a summer camp in Germany. And then, but you also had like certain of your activities throughout the day were like basically like classes to like help you learn German. <laughs> so That's no, like so like when you got to camp, you're... American dollars were exchanged for Deutschmarks, so you could spend them like at the camp store, which on, was like, better snacks and stuff. But you had to spend your Deutschmarks. How many and... Deutschmarks was the the dollar then? About I have, I have no idea. Uh, one Deutschmark was about point five didgeri dollars or whatever. <laughs> didgeri Deutschmarks. You couldn't bring in any English <laughs> reading materials. So you weren't allowed to bring in any books or anything that was written in English unless you could get them to believe that it was religious materials. So you were allowed to bring like an English... So you brought in Mein Kampf? No, but you were allowed to bring like an English Bible or or something like that. So one year, one year this one girl said that she was a Wiccan and they let her bring like Wiccan texts into the camp that were in English and... I didn't get along with her. I don't have any idea. But this is what she always told us. This is what she always told us. And she had books. Like, we went to her bunk and saw them. And they let her bring them on to camp. Had to be real. Has to be real. She has books. And she... She and her and I did not get along for whatever reason. It's like two fucking weeks. Because she sounds like a fucking tool. But (laughs) she would do that. And I swear to God, ever since I was at camp that year, like, that, I can't... It's just like my little tick that I do that I always run my fingers across my thumb, and I swear she cursed me. Well, it's because she tried to do she. She's really bad at the thinner curse. All she got you to do. I'd rather have thinner curse. No, you don't. Cause Fuck. You, you have them it's like thinner curse. Cross, thinner. It's a movie. Like Stephen King short story. Are you starved? You keep puking up. We like to make fun of of Wiccans. But we all fell for that but Wiccan girl in junior high, annoying and we all looked chicks. into it for about but, one month, right? Oh, totally, yeah. Are we? But but Wiccan chicks will do stuff <laughs> to your that penis. Other chicks won't do much sooner. <laughs> <laughs> and my hat's off to them. Yeah, but it's it's because they have all these problems. And I said this as a joke, but I'm glad to learn. Problems. I'm just. Stating a fact. Sure. Okay. 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 It's fine. But I'm commenting on their origin. <laughs> All, right. All right. You want to hear about my injuries? I thought your curse was your injury. No. Okay. That was just related to the finger thing because I also do kind of a weird finger thing all the time. Because do you I was want cursed. your weird dental tool that's over here for some reason? No, that's Don't Joey's. worry about that. <laughs> you think anything in this room is mine? <laughs> this fucking looks like shit like Captain Kirk would have to fight somebody with in a pit. It was my I, mom's a dental hygienist. I know how to use that. He uses it for carving. It's for carving, yeah. For sculpting. Oh, okay. It's for that. Kim, go on. Yeah. <laughs> I used it to make my spelunky thing. Shut up. I haven't had a lot of significant injuries, but I have a lot of what Joey calls sad Kim stories. Uh, tell one of them. <laughs> I want to drag this whole fucking show down. 
tell one. <laughs> Which one? The Wire. I was going to say Miss Betty. Yes, tell about Miss Betty. Like in Baltimore? <laughs> when I was in preschool, you know how when you're a kid, you That's bring... what I love about you. All your sad stories. <laughs> <laughs> you know how when you're a kid, you bring treats to school on your birthday for the whole class? Or my mom does. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Well, when I was in preschool, this kid brought cupcakes to school for his birthday, and we all had cupcakes, and my teacher's name was Miss Betty. And after we like had cupcakes bitch. at some point in the afternoon, I kept complaining to Miss Betty that my mouth hurt. And it felt like there was a wire in my mouth. Ooh. So when my mom came to pick me up from preschool, like Miss Betty told her, like, she's been complaining to me that, that there's something wrong with her mouth. And she said that there, it felt like there was a wire in her mouth. But I looked and I couldn't find anything. I so we go home. Crazy. We go home and I'm still complaining about this to my mom. So she, like, Gets a flashlight and obviously feels a little more comfortable rooting around in my mouth than my teacher did. Wait, go back. Yeah. How'd your teacher look in your mouth? I mean, she must have just like opened my mouth and looked and checked and been like, I don't see a wire. <laughs> just you like, know? Just, just, just did a quick any feelings, fingers in feelings there. I, have, I don't remember. Mm-hmm. But so, mm-hmm. so then my mom mm-hmm. is looking mm-hmm. at my mouth um, with a flashlight and everything. And sure enough, she finds a, a wire. I don't know how Shitload of wires. That <laughs> is stuck in my gums. Like, she has to, like, pull it out. It's, like, long. Like, it has gone in my gums and is lodged in there. It's like a fucking poor whale in the sea. <laughs> it's wrapped up like in fish Like a duck with wire. a coke yeah. back thing around its neck. It's because Kimmy's oh, all, honey. all trash. Yeah. <laughs> she, that's why we have to keep those, like, coke can top things away from Kim, too. The, so, the circles. That's what I was She's, just saying. It's like a duck with a coke six-pack thing around its neck. into it and gets lodged <laughs> in teeth. Kim's panic. Get away from Kim. So my mom is, like, it was in there enough that when my teacher looked, she didn't see anything. So my mom pulls this giant-ass wire out of my gums. Like, I was fine and everything, but apparently it had been somehow baked into, like, the cupcake that the kid had brought to school for his birthday. What dumbass. And that's how it got in my mouth. But my mom always says, the, the thing that she took away from the story was, I thought it was so remarkable that as a preschooler, you could convey to me so precisely what you were feeling and that it felt like there was a wire in your mouth Jesus when there Christ. actually was. <laughs> well, let's forget the fact that there was a wire in, in your my, mouth. In her preschooler's like, mouth. Like, huh. Lodged in her gums. I thought it was so extraordinary that you could speak English. <laughs> which we've been talking around you. He communicate <laughs> what she's feeling. There was indeed Wow, a wire. we're good parents. She's choking on a wire. We're so good. Kim was right. There's a wire in her mouth, and the stove is hot. <laughs> wow. But, but uh, Nick, that was after they took the wire out of her mouth. Kim just saw another one and had to go chew on no. it. No. Oh, that, ex- <laughs> that explains her wire no. fetish. Yeah. Also, I do know the stove is hot, because once I was cl- trying to get something out of a high cabinet in order to get the thing out of this cabinet that I needed, I had to climb on the counter and in doing so, accidentally with my foot, turned the stove on and then stepped Burnt on it. Ass. Oh, actually. Burnt could, the bottom of my that. foot. So, uh, the, the cry story, I guess, would just be my worst injury because I am I deal with it every day. Oh, shit. I got one. But my dumbest one <laughs> yeah? is oh, boy. the third time I've been on fire, and this one was on accident. <laughs> so, you know, when you're in middle school, every boy goes through, like, a pyro phase. Sure. We went all the way and got the anarchist cookbook. 
Yeah, so, as you yeah, do. So, did so we, so we <laughs> made like, so so we made, like catapults and trebuchets, and we made napalm. I made napalm. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. and we. Did I remember the, seeing the videos. We did of the your styrofoam gasoline one where it makes a gel. I got yeah. caught trying to make the the tennis ball match head bomb. So, so <laughs> sure. we, probably shouldn't say this out loud. So we had a lot of. Uh, I don't do it anymore because I love America too much. Uh, <laughs> it sounded sarcastic, but I know you're not. <laughs> I love America. <laughs> Fucking, I'm a super patriot. Come at me, bro. <laughs> Because uh, my other option was to grow up in the Philippines, uh, so yeah. we uh, we got a bunch of fireworks, and instead of setting them off individually, we piled them <laughs> in the middle of the street and covered sure. them in gas, <laughs> and then hit it with some napalm from the bucket, the gel bucket. Yep, yeah. And then we did a oh the old gel. We bucket. did a gasoline and napalm trail. A little line, yeah. We're gonna light it. Uh huh. So it and all dramatic, watch the fire like, go up to the pile. Your yeah. neighborhood? Just... Yeah. No, it was my friend. Uh, I'm not going to name any names. <laughs> okay. But it wasn't my neighborhood. Okay. It was a neighborhood I used to live in. This is what would happen when you lived in a cool neighborhood. We set off firecrackers in bottles in the street yeah, in our yeah, neighborhood. No yeah. When you live in a cool neighborhood with lots of other kids your age, yeah. mm. you did a lot of shit in the street. This was my old neighborhood. I didn't live there. I moved out of that neighborhood. I don't think anyone from... Shelby Tucky listens to this, so I think I'm fine. Uh, <laughs> but so we did the trail, and then you know it's you know it's just it's a street. It was concrete. It wasn't even blacktop. It was fucking concrete. Yeah. And then they would patch it up with tar, but there were like pock marks. Mm-hmm. And there was a pock mark, which we later found out was like two or three inches deep. So it and filled it up filled. with the gasoline. Yeah. <laughs> so we're sitting there and we light it, and I am next to the pock mark. And I'm wearing like sweats or whatever, and we're all like sitting there, and we all like wearing them zubas, gasoline, and all that shit. So the fire goes and it passes like it's fucking cool. And we did napalm, so there would be a fire trail like in Back to the Future. Yeah, like a, a movie while. for mm. sure. So then it hit the pock mark, which was filled with two or three inches of gasoline. Did a flame up. <laughs> I was like, that's fucking cool. And then it hit the fireworks. <laughs> and then as it hit the fireworks, I realized that uh, my my pants were on fire. <laughs> <laughs> oh. So sure. then I had the wherewithal to snap my hands forward. And it would brought my sleeves past my hands, and I tried to beat it out. Yeah, those were also covered in gas, <laughs> so that caught on fire. Now I'm trying to work on it, but I swear a fucking lot. Like even at work in a yeah. professional setting, I say fuck all the fucking time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. My no. arms and legs are on fire. I look at them, and this is what I say: Oh no! Yeah. <laughs> oh not, no! Not not fuck! Not fuck! Oh, no. Not shit! Not, God damn it, I'm on fire. Just, oh, oh bother. No. Oh, my goodness. And then I panic. <laughs> That's oh, how you can me. tell it's Heavens real. forbid. Yeah. And then I panic. And then one of my friends, like, they don't want to push me because they don't want to catch on fire, too. Yeah, yeah I, I get it. <laughs> so I want to save you, but not that so much. So one of them takes a board from one of our And our starts beating you. Yeah. And hits me in the chest to knock me to the ground. And then they say, roll, roll. And then one ki- of them no. comes up and kicks me. Stop, <laughs> drop, and roll, Matt. Come so on. So then I roll. The pants are ruined. The sweater's ruined. And then I didn't grow arm or leg hair until I was a sophomore in college. <laughs> <laughs> but it worked. The roll worked, right? The roll worked. Yeah. I'm, I'm yeah. alive, obviously. It's still yeah. legit. But that was my dumbest because I didn't even fucking stop, drop, and roll. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. I have some other dumb things. We need I mean, to move on. Oh, I got oh, the dumbest that happened last We need to move on. It's I'm... already an hour. We got to move on. Well, it's... We took a break to pee. Okay. We'll be right back. What are you talking about? Like, I've never, <laughs> knock on wood, broken any major bones or anything. <laughs> Been hospitalized for anything. Well, this doesn't count as wood. Well. 
after the coaster. Well, I probably have seven shades of cancer right now, but so do we all. Oh, I <laughs> haven't been to a goddamn doctor in years. I got the skin disease once. Topic two: <laughs> Australia questions returns. So we've all asked Luke some questions about Australia, and he has responded with the answers. Fantastic. First up is Kim's chunk of questions. Yeah. Kim's Junk, welcome to Kim's Junk. I can play the uke. I should have had that. (laughs) Kim's Junk, talking about Kim's Junk. I don't know if I like the phrase Kim's Junk. I like Kim's Junk. My favorite flavor. Guess they're so gay for each other. Yeah, so gay balls. This guy came by today when I was working in the backyard and totally hit on me. Yeah, that was really good. (laughs) I wasn't out there, but. Was it Joey in a hat? No. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, test. Tell the story, and then it would have been super inappropriate if it was me. <laughs> so we've had this punching bag thing in front of the garage, like, for Forever. a year. Yeah. Why don't you guys put that in the backyard? We'd have so much fun Do you notice that. it's not out there? No, they don't notice these things. <laughs> I asked them if they noticed how good the backyard was. Why don't you guys have that in the backyard? Because so we fun know it's that. garbage. Yeah. It is garbage. But so this guy came by while I was working in the backyard today, and Joey and Brian were recording Criterion Odds. And I guess he went to the door, but no one came to the door. So then when he was on his way back to his car, he saw me or heard me in the backyard, and he came back and asked if, like, basically he could have the punching bag, like if we were trying to get rid of it or whatever. And it's been there for so long, I was just like, you know what? It's all yours. Go for it. So... Um, I helped him like try and get the thing apart and be able to get in his car and everything because it was full of water. Mm-hmm. And Wait, he was what? he was talking to me the like weight. the base mm-hmm. if you fill with water to keep it weighted down. Yeah. So he's talking to me as we as we do this, and I'm wearing a Pepperdine University T-shirt and your and, ass pants and like yoga pants, like super tight capri yoga pants. I call them ass pants, pants. because I am working in the backyard. Yeah, for that and, ass. And um, while I'm helping him, and like we're staying there waiting for the water to drain out, he asks me if I'm in college, and I was, <laughs> and I was like, no. And I, and I said something like, I was just talking to someone recently that like, I, th- I think I've looked 12 since I turned 18, or something like that, and then he was like, we were talking back and forth about like how young I looked or whatever, and then he was like, do you mind if I ask how old you are? And I was like, well, I turned 30 this year. And he was like, you look awfully good for 30. And I was like, oh, I well, didn't thanks. hear all this part earlier. And I got to beat him up. So, so anyway, then he held on the punching bag. So, so, fucking train, bro. <laughs> so then he goes, he goes like to finish that. I'm like, all right, I think you've got it from here. And he's like, yeah, whatever. And I go like back to the backyard to continue what I'm doing. And he's like loading the thing in his car. So then he comes, I think he's gone. And I hear this like voice and it like startles me. And it was like the voice on his GPS, and he's walking back over, and he just comes over and kind of leans on the fence, and he's just like, <laughs> and he's like, "Hey, I just, I just gotta ask, you got a husband?" <laughs> <laughs> and I just looked at him and I smiled and I was like, "Yeah, I do." And he goes, "Okay," and he just leaves. <laughs> hey, babe, he's uh, he's in our garage. <laughs> Record, he lives with us now. <laughs> record podcast. And, uh... Yeah. Yeah, I guess. And no. it was love at first sight. But I told Joey the only... The only Kim <laughs> and the stranger. No. Um, but I told Joey he was... I think he looked, I think he looked a lot younger than water. me. I don't know how old he was, but I thought he looked younger than me. But he was 
this like skinny black guy with big rhinestone earrings. And I told Joey the only people who ever hit on me like overtly like that are Hispanic guys or black guys. And I don't know if it's like a cultural thing that white guys just don't have the confidence to be that like out there about it. Or if it's just because... Kim's white got guys. That yes, or if it's just because white guys like skinny blonde Kim's anorexic chicks and black guys and Hispanic guys like thicker girls with huge butts, which I qualify for. If, if, if I could correct both Kim and Nick. <laughs> I don't it's about that booty. Yeah. It's not that, ass, it's yeah. not butt. Have, for a white girl, booty. I have an amazing booty. Yeah, you got that woody. Yeah. So a white girl booty. Woody? Woody. So anyways, then Joey came back, and I'm, like, covered in dirt, and I was like, I totally randomly got hit on today. <laughs> Joey could have left you for a black guy. <laughs> then we high-fived. <laughs> Still got it, baby. And then Joey's like, me and Brian talked about penetration in the garage. <laughs> Criterion. But for real, white guys never say anything, and black guys always comment, or they're like, they notice my ring, and they say something like, Lucky guy must have there. Or like they they always comment or like yeah. the only people who ever white guys are afraid of that booty. Yeah, the only people who ever catcall are either Hispanic or black guys. Not that I like getting catcalled, but you know, you, you kind of like dude. it. But if I had mm-hmm. to, I wish it was whites. Yeah. I just remember. <laughs> I remember once. No, that's not all I'm saying. That's what I thought. For the life of me, can please a white guy cat? <laughs> no, that's not all what I'm saying. I once my we were most in, of us can't whistle. We, we go, <laughs> woo woo. <laughs> This doesn't sound good. Arf, arf. Arf, arf, arf. Can I buy you a latte? And a I'll sandwich. I'll take that ass with double espresso. And sandwich. I don't know. Would you like to get an iced coffee and then go to Parisians? Or is, Whole Foods? My name is Blake Bortles. And I'd like to buy you an iced coffee. Coffee. Bortles era. God damn, if only those buns came in wheat. <laughs> <laughs> My name is Brock Osweiler, and I prefer the whole wheat wrap. <laughs> My favorite food is mashed potato. <laughs> mashed potatoes are fucking delicious, Matt. <laughs> it's no favorite food unless you're white. Boiled cabbage. <laughs> It's a side. It's a side at best. Boiled cabbage is no white person's favorite food. (laughs) My name is Trent. It's the Irish's favorite. I would like to eat. I would like to eat mac and cheese and (laughs) ride on my riding mower after a long day at work. (laughs) Anyway, topic two. Yeah, Australia Q and A. Kim's junk, as we have said. Kim's first question: What are the hot button political issues right now? Hot button. I'm not going to read these all in Australian accent because that'll take too long. Good day. Thank you. Good day. Also very wrong. I'm Hugh in. Jackman. <laughs> At the moment, there are two major ones. The first is marriage equality, which is like super simple to solve. Oh, Just change okay, marriage. it. I hate that the only reason they make it against is the biblical defense. Hey, if I were to marry my wallaby, I should be able to. <laughs> yeah, I like how he doesn't specify that it's gay marriage. Who knows what exactly uh, it is. The second is the rather gross situation with refugees and they camp on the island of Nauru. It's huh. such a sticky That's situation true. since we can't just bring people in with nowhere but deserts to go. But there is so much shady shit that goes on in Nauru. It's super gross because I seriously cannot see any kind of long-term solution. 
Sorry for the downer. <laughs> now, are these Aww. refugees from Syria or just like refugees in general? Was no. there another situation in Asia that no know about? No, that's where they are. Where are they coming from? I, no, no. Oh. No, you don't know. Joey doesn't know. He doesn't I don't know what. Guy. I didn't know Nauru was. Where's Australia again? <laughs> Kim's question Do you elect a president? If so, how often? I assume you don't. And oh, the queen poops a magic pol- egg with the name of the next chosen so one this or something. Is basic politics. <laughs> Yes. If this is the case, how often? Okay. I'm pretty sure Queen poops an egg. With the chosen one. Yeah. In Australia, we have a prime minister. Since we are technically part of the Commonwealth, formerly the British Empire, the Queen has very little power over here. But don't get me wrong, I love Queen Lizzie. She's like everyone's grandma, and I want to have tea with her. We have a formal election of the PM every year, but it's been a bloody mess recently. I'm assuming it's not literal a blood. bloody mess. A b- oi mess um <clears throat> recently with the internal takeovers and votes of non-confidence we have a two-party system but both are so darn similar that it barely matters huh that's like the opposite of our two-party system they're so fucking opposite they can't agree to anything yeah politics huh. interesting America. yeah interesting kim's asking all these hot 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 button issues well, i literally asked that yeah i know yeah. literally <laughs> Yes, that. But if you like type that into Google, I'm pretty sure it would have been like the same. (laughs) (laughs) We could have asked Google all of the questions we asked him. Okay, I don't know. I want to get down to like I don't know what what makes Google did tell us that the conversion rate is one point four one dollar. He (laughs) did. Yeah. Google okay. knows it's shit. The dollar but, he did. No, it's I, right. yeah, we should do more research because he spent a hundred and ten dollar he did. <laughs> it's half dollar he do, half uh, didgery dollars. On this cum kissed. <laughs> Alright, anyways, fuck. keep going. Hugh Jackman. Why I didn't really, you ask how he says I fuck? really want to know more fact. the answer to my last question. Fat Next question. Hey. What is the top vacation destination for Aussies outside of Australia? Ooh. Inside Australia is the Gold Coast. Which is east, along the Did eastern I say coast. Inside Australia, the large spike on the top right in Australia. It has theme parks, good weather, and the Great Barrier Reef—the single most baller thing I've ever laid my eyes on. Outside, Bali is very popular. Yeah, and that's what I thought. Think of it like Australia's Hawaii, but it's much closer. Also, New Zealand is pretty popular too, for obvious reasons. My sister, when hobbits. she studied abroad in Australia, they went to <laughs> they Bali for so spring many break. hobbits. <laughs> You can punt a hobbit for 50 bucks. They also went to New Zealand. Yeah, Kim's, Kim's next question, Coke or Pepsi? Pepsi Max for life. Pepsi really? Max? Because here I'm Coke Zero. Yeah. I know it's bad for me, but Coke Zero all the way. goddamn taste is so excellent. It's yeah, so but, good. Yeah, but Pepsi no longer has as part of me. Whenever they... Oh, when, shit. Whenever people at work give me shit about drinking Diet Coke or Diet Pepsi... I need to stop drinking as part of me. Pepsi, they're like, it's going to give you cancer. And I'm like, fucking everything gives you cancer. At the least sun I'll, gives you cancer. At least I'll be skinny with my cancer. <laughs> well, it's not, it's, it's not going to make you lose weight. Yeah, but Kim, you're not going to get it. I'm just talking about that fucking. Guys. Yeah. Yeah. With that cancer body. You got to keep that <laughs> ass. I'm going in a way that the ass is never going to go away. Keep that ass. <laughs> you got to keep that woody. It'll always be there. A white girl booty. Next question, <laughs> coke or meth? I was. <laughs> Good, good next question. Said, I like it. Things escalated. Coke <laughs> you know what? Pepsi I'm the Coke. lines of Coke. What else could Coke? Could Pepsi mean? or Coke? Coke or meth? It's not like he's from New Mexico. 
Well, well, we'll find out. All Kim's right. from Lexington or Louisville, so she's she from Arizona. Probably, whatever the fuck, we can never go back there. That she connects with count. Louisville, so she really wants to know if she enjoys her native meth. meth. Yeah, there's, <laughs> yeah, it's true. There's so much meth. Indiana's there. chief export. Yeah, uh, coke or meth? Uh, I've never done meth, so I got to go with coke. <laughs> <laughs> Which I kind of wish that's where it ended. <laughs> Oh, there's more. Yeah. Pussy. <laughs> Only done it twice and don't plan on it again. It made me feel so wired. I felt like I could vibrate through walls. Wired? It was fun at the time, but I'm much happier now and don't feel the need for hard drugs. I'll say this about Coke. It only made me want to get more Coke. <laughs> <laughs> Fair. I've never done. I was like, "This is amazing. Let's get as much of it as we can." (laughs) And then you were like, "Oh, that's bad." So it's the the Scarface thing made sense. Uh, Yeah, it's just having a desk full. Like like weed. It's like, man, I just want to watch cartoons and drink Cherry Seven Up. (laughs) Yeah, and then then exactly. And then I've done. What should I do? I've done a lot of hallucinogens, and that's like a whole different story. But like, I don't understand why people want to keep doing coke. I've never done it. Coke is the I drug that I neither, have. A neither dream. have I. But from one of my friends' experiences, it makes you shit in your friend's trash can. <laughs> no. We like, won't go into detail. No, that, that was just that person. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I no. remember Joey. You went on your bachelor party to Vegas, and I remember you calling me, and you guys had like met up with some chick that you ran into that somebody from the that your group knew right so a i was pissed that there was a chick hanging around with you and then Whoa, you were like get also so and so brought Deal you coke i'm not doing it but they're doing it so then i was like pissed that there was cocaine involved <laughs> i didn't and I was do like, it. F- i know you did Joe, it. I your friends you. are so much cooler than you <laughs> but i was just like what the fuck is happening <laughs> I gotta go. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know you till after you're married. <laughs> I coke is the, I, the drug I've had the dr- a dream that I've been doing the most, but I've never, never actually done, done, it. done it. Yeah, because when you do a fucking line off a glass coffee table, everyone's like, "Yeah, <laughs> woo!" And then you're like, "We can conquer the world." <laughs> if we just got more coke. <laughs> Like all the people who are like, no, no, I do coke and it keeps me up, and like I like write, I like write a screenplay. It's like, no, I was like, this is amazing. I never want to stop feeling like this. Where's more coke? It's like Matt, there's there's more rails on the table. That's not enough coke. <laughs> That's what I'll be seven gone times in a minute. <laughs> all right, next next question. Never do coke. Never do. Hey, don't do don't drugs, do kids. There's do- a lot of drugs out there. Don't do anything that involves needles smoke weed. or just getting more of it. Yeah. Just smoke weed. Isn't that most drugs? No, no, no. But smoke not to weed that extreme. Weed's cool. Any hallucinogen that's not LSD is cool. Oh, that's the one I want. Chew mushrooms. Just do LSD. I don't know. What's that? It's the natural version. It's a real mm. mild high. You trip for four hours and then you get a pizza. It's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> it just appears. We'll, we'll get no, 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 no. <laughs> There's a quest. <laughs> Well, give me that one then. Can I? Yeah. Do, can I do that thing with that? When we're not recording, I'll tell you how to get it. Okay. Uh, next question: What popular candies do you have there that we don't in America? I realize this assumes you know what candies ha- we have in America, but I assume everyone knows what's up candies? with America because we dope. Yeah. That's we part dope. of the question. Yeah. Yeah, we dope. Instead of the three, or the... she can say that because she got that oh, woody. Yeah, <laughs> she's allowed. Yeah. Okay. The most dope candies we have here personally are. Tim Tams. Nope. Oh, um, my brother and sister found those once randomly in the grocery store, and they were telling me 
loved them. <laughs> like, okay. oh, you got to find these things. They're called Tim Tams. The fuck are they? Yeah, what is in a Tim Tam? I don't know. I've never found them. Do you All guys right. have a total wine, but for candy? <laughs> no. You want to look up Tim Tam while I keep reading the list? Yeah. Uh, next is two biscuits with chocolate cream between them coated in chocolate. Okay. That's what Tim Tams are. Okay, you just described oh. a chocolate-covered Oreo. That's okay, what Tim Tams okay. are. I, I, okay, yes. That is what they I are. I thought they were like a cookie thing. Yeah. They're two biscuits. Cookies, which yeah. is a cookie, which is cookie. Yeah, it's didgeridoo dollar for cookie. I put in Tim Tams, and the second was Tim Tams at Target. <gasps> <laughs> Next, uh, picnic bars, a wafer with marshmallow in it. See, okay, I'm gonna rewind. What's a Charleston chew? Tim Tams, I thought was the name of a thing, and then his next thing was. Two biscuits with chocolate between them covered in and chocolate. And you pictured bread with Nutella or something? Yeah, no, well, no I, didn't, I didn't know it was like a thing. I thought it was oh. just like, I like taking cookies and putting chocolate between them. No, that's what a Tim Tam yeah, is. Now Tim, I realize. It's what Tim, you do with cookies. Tim Tam fucking looks like what a Kit Kat wants to grow up to be. Oh, <laughs> uh, okay. Well, Kit Kats are delicious, so yeah. that sounds yeah. great. Yeah, well played, Australia. Yeah. <laughs> uh, next is Picnic Bars. A wafer with marshmallow in it covered in toffee. Caramel, peanuts, and a layer of chocolate. Bonus points. It looks like a poo. That sounds great. It's mm-hmm. fine. Yeah, so does a Babe Ruth. We've all seen Caddyshack. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> um, he says, I found out today floating. we have a lot of Schweppes. Oh which... my god, picnic bars look vulgar. <laughs> I want to eat it so bad. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. Mad it looks like they didn't even give a shit. Yeah, just lumped all that together and they formed just, it. They just put a bunch of ingredients into a line, like a rail, yeah. and covered it in chocolate. <laughs> Alright, now I feel like we're falling down this. Like, That's awesome. The only thing you can do when you talk about Coke is keep talking about Coke. <laughs> Here's the thing about cocaine. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> All right, next. I found out today we have a lot of Schweppes, which you guys uh, only have ginger beer and such, but they make a bunch <laughs> of drinks called lemon, or er, from lemonade to cotton candy flavor. I'm doing, yeah. some, like Jones- I'm doing some Schweppes tonic water right now. So, so probably like Jones Soda. It sounds like Jones Soda, yeah. yeah. Lastly, uh. there's a company <laughs> called Natural Confectionery, which has a myriad of delicious soft gummies, which I love. Also, our Skittles are way harder than yours. Huh. So follow what? up to this. I break my teeth. <laughs> yeah. That's southern. Aussie candy. Follow up to this. One of the girls that I work with was born in Australia and lived there at the beginning of her life and still has family there. So she goes there often and was Orphan. telling me that they don't okay. call them candies. So like she was like Sweetums. They would never ask the question, "What's your favorite candy?" Jollies, because they don't call them candy. What's your favorite confectionery? No, she <laughs> said they call them lollies. Everything is a lolly. Yeah, and I said, "You mean like a lollipop?" And she was like, "Well, yeah, I guess, but like no, no, that's, no, that's their not word how for she everything." Sounded. No, but that's like that's like how in like the UK when you say pudding, it means dessert. Right. Yeah. No. Wait. How did you? What did she say? Yeah. No, she has no accent. Aww. When she was we'll in like, ju- anyway. when she was in like <laughs> junior up, dude, high school, we just call them lolies. Thank you, man. When she was in like junior high school, she decided she'd probably make more friends if she didn't sound weird. We're sorry, Luke. <laughs> so, she tri- so she so she tried sorry, really hard Luke. to get rid of the accent, and now as like an adult, she doesn't have one at all. <laughs> well, here's the thing. Here's the thing. We all made a lot of hard choices in junior high school. <laughs> Hers was to yeah. lose the Australian accent. Mm. If only she didn't know that was a mistake. Uh, but bummer. anyways, yeah. So ne- she was like, yeah, I don't call but them candies. But question. Can she, can she slip Next. into it? Question. I don't know. She's never done question. it for me. We'll see. Maybe I'll ask her. Ask her, yeah. yeah. She's a coward. 
She uh, really. I told her about my next question or my last question, rather. I don't know if that's the next. Did you one. ask her all these? No, oh. I just was talking about that one. Asking and I Australia. told her about this last one, and she really liked it, but she didn't tell me the answer. So I'm very curious. Um, you have two more questions. Uh, what's it like having hot Christmas and cold July? The opposite of Christmas holidays, I think, uh, are of our U.S. Ex- exclusive. Yeah, the only opposite Christmas holidays I could think of, I was like Fourth of July. Wait, no, Memorial Day. Wait, no. And I couldn't think of any summer holidays that aren't exclusively American. And he gives these in Celsius and then a translation to Fahrenheit. Not bad, honestly. December gets to about 86 degrees Fahrenheit, which is rough. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But not the worst. Usually uh, what we do on Christmas is have a Barbie with heaps of snags, sausages, and a big ham and potato salads around a pool. So I they am, do Fourth of July for Christmas. Yes! I am fucking down for that Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> oh wait, never mind. My mom makes prime rib. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty Fuck fun y'all. Christmas, though. I do uh, with cold experience a real white Christmas. Or I do <laughs> wish I could experience a real white Christmas Overrated. sometimes. Oh, the the girl I work with has also told me previously that she like for real did not understand the song White Christmas for the longest time. It was time. about cocaine. No, she just. But when they moved to the states, when they moved to the states, they moved to New York State, and so then she like she got it real quick. But she just like didn't understand what at all they were talking. about. You guys, we need to get more White Christmas. It's super hard lately. Like uh, my my family back in Indiana hasn't snowed around Christmas for like at least like. It's fucking snowing right now though. I went home. It's ninety degrees out here, and they're covered in like two feet of snow. I went home for two weeks. No snow. I don't think it got below forty nine. No shit. I went. I went home for two weeks too, and it was as it was actually colder here in L.A. Yeah, when Not I was anymore. there. But does your friend from Australia does she smoke weed? I don't know. Does don't she know do cocaine? Weed. I don't. I I would be shocked. I'd be very surprised. She's super nerdy like me. She recently ordered a pencil sharpener on Amazon so she could use the cool pencils that she got. <laughs> Yeah, we nerdy. had a discussion about that's what even too nerdy for me. we had a discussion about what color it's highlighter kind of was me our on. favorite What's color highlighter to use on our reports. But you might have an accent buried <laughs> in there somewhere. Oh, I doubt it. What do Australians <laughs> think of American cars? <laughs> it's the that's exact... your last question. No. Yes, it is. This is your last question. <gasps> no, it's not. Yeah. He cut off your last question. I did not. How dare he? You with your what? booty. There's so much more. Well, I'm that's just, it, man. I'm just saying, if Luke is a true fan of Climax, no, yeah, rem- he's familiar yeah, it with is the Fast there. and Sorry. Furious. It's not the last, right? It's not the last. Oh, thank God! I really want to know the answer to the, uh, the last one. Anyways, cars. What, what do Australians think of American cars? Go on. It's the exact feeling, uh, same feelings as Americans have to American cars. The bigger, They're shitty. louder, and more obnoxious, the better. Oh, okay. Kim's last question. Uh, now. Dodge Chargers. That Vin Diesel drives in Fast and Furious. Yeah, I'm, the Dodge. Dope. The Dodge Charger was the only car commercial ever where we saw it, and Joy was like, oh, "I want that car." Is the was, one where George Washington was driving through the red? Yeah. <laughs> I don't it, remember. Was that a Charger? It was the Dodge. Yeah. It was yeah. the original Dodge. I thought Dodge it was a Charger. Dart. Oh, no. you're right. No, it the was Dart the Dart. Was Tom Brady. No, the original. Which is also your second favorite person. You're suck. Piece of shit. What? It was you're a dirty. Brady didn't do the commercial for it. The first one was like they had these Uh those those uh weird fast talking commercials. uh You're about to be into a. You're about to get into a fight. Yeah. Anyways, anyways, you're you're a shit goblin person. Deadpool with a black eye. (laughs) Anyways, last question. I assume that due to, to the terrain and such, there must be some version of Australian cowboys. 
What does that mean there? Do they wear cowboy hats and boots? Big belt buckles? Leather belts with their names on them? They call them ranges. Jeans that are stupid tight? Chew tobacco? Love John Deere? Love Kid Rock? Fight over (laughs) whose truck is better? Do they even wrangle cows? Are they even called cowboys? Jesus, Kim. That's a good question. I got on a big cowboy tear. I don't know where the fuck it came from, but I just went nuts on cowboys. That's her question. His answer. Cowboys still still exist here in Australia. Are Though they are known cowboys? as jackaroos Ooh. or jillaroos if female. <laughs> He's a jackaroo. <laughs> what the He's fuck you call me? He's a jackaroo, he is. Hugh Jackman. <laughs> that sounds... Hugh, Hugh Jackaroo was his real name. <laughs> Change it to Jackman. Stupid, I'm sorry. Heath Ledger. <laughs> jackaroo. Paul Hogan. <laughs> Listen people now. That's kind of demeans you. The girl who's going to be Hellcat on Jessica Jones. <laughs> Uh, and work as cattle ranchers. Most of the clothing is in functionality, not fashion, so they look more like classic cowboys. Unless you go to the rodeo, which is more like a modern American cowboy, the cattle industry on Australia is, to this day, an incredibly important one, and always make sure to buy only local beef. Beef. We do. big steakhouse. You know, I would love to find, like, a local butcher to get meat from. Uh, we do, in I've fact, not, I don't know where one have John Deere tractors here. I had a toy one, and it was one of my favorites with a U. Oh, look at that. You spell uh, favorite, Luke, favorite so routes. Fun of you. <laughs> You're such a face, faithful fan of everything. <laughs> well, he's, you know, he's he knows by now. And I just keep screaming, he didn't, you jickman. He did, <laughs> he, he he's a masochist, and so he enjoys this, right? He uh, didn't hopefully. address Kid Rock. He did not. Mm. Maybe he thought do that they was listen a, to Kid Rock? <laughs> Should have asked about Uncle Cracker. He probably would have known then. What about Eminem? He's from Detroit. Don't That's know not a place me. where cowboys live. <laughs> you don't. It is where not. Kid Rock's from. Well, no Again. one. Yeah, but he wants to be a cowboy. Yeah, baby. but Kid Rock has a song, <laughs> okay, Cowboy okay, Baby. Okay, first off, that song is no longer Kid Rock's. It belongs to Cowboy Cerrone. Bow, bow, Obviously, bow. the MMA fighter. Belongs to my favorite UFC fighter, Donald Cowboy Cerrone. Yeah, yeah. Where next he fights wow. Cowboy. That was a lot of Kid Rock <laughs> lyrics that we just admitted we knew. Um, that was one. I think there was one. We said one lyric. That's too much, Nick. Next questions. My name is Kid Rock. It's his Nick section. Nick, I, you got to do your intro. This is your section. Jesus so. fucking shit. All right, perfect. Nick fucking Questions for Australia. Something. My name is Nick. My name Nick Rock. Alan. Yeah. No. Ball with the Nick and Nick and Nick 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 and Nick and Nick and Nick and Nick and Nick and Nick Nick. If I don't say it right, it sounds super racist. Yep. Go on. What are my questions? So your town borders Kentucky, you say. <laughs> <laughs> Next first question. Are there different accents for different regions in Australia? If so, let's hear you do some impressions of them. Well, see here, I thought he was going to do another vocal response where he could see. Where I we have could audio. Hear his, oh. <laughs> and his next one, what is your best American accent? Yeah, I want to hear that. When it comes to the Australian accent, most of it is like area-based so i didn't notice that my accent was super weird until i went to work with my dad a couple of times and i noticed how much he shifted his voice because he's got a very similar one to me but he shifted it to be more more blue collar more tradey (laughs) so my dad who usually talked like me suddenly is talking like 
Oh, good day, mate. How's it going? Oh, we got all this fucking shit for you. We got it all ready. And I was blown away because that's not how he usually talks. <laughs> so, you got your trade voice, and it's sort of like deeper and more slurred. And it's a bit more what most people imagine Australians like. It's a drunk girl. But then you get like your northern, uh, your northern accents. Which, oh, they get a bit more like this, and <laughs> they sound kind of like that Siggy Butt Brain video. Yeah, that's about the difference. They go It's super gross, honestly. But yeah, most of the time, I don't even notice. Unless it's one of those two accents, everyone sounds pretty similar. <laughs> but with my American accent, I don't even know, guys. Um, do, it. do it. Shit. Do it. It'd have to be something like... Yeah. Look, guys, I don't know how good this is going to be, so I'll do try. It. We do it. Um, shit. Fuck it. I'll just do a Nunoker accent. I can't really <laughs> do a normal one. I feel like I sound like Fred Flintstone and this is really offensive. <laughs> yeah, that's the best I've got. Sorry, guys. You gotta pause it. <laughs> We can talk about this. <laughs> okay, no, here's the thing, Luke, is you shouldn't be ashamed of no, your American no. accent because there's an Irish person in our office at my real-life job who refuses to do an American accent because she's a fucking coward. <laughs> so you're already way ahead of that. <laughs> wow. Okay, Fred, Fred Flintstone. It's uh, it's like how Phil, to do an impression of me, Always bases himself in Kermit. Oh, he's gonna say he does like, Kermit the Frog. Oh, yeah. hey, it's me, Joey. Oh no, yeah. my mind went. Joey, to that's a great it's... Joey. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. I'm really good at it. It's the World of Warcraft two trailer of you know. Oh yes, me lord. Yes. <laughs> Job's done. Job's done. Yes. <laughs> first off, first off, Luke should have his own podcast. He should because he's an excellent bassy voice. Luke's radio voice. I would listen. I would listen to him talk about a lot of shit. <laughs> or nothing. I would listen to him, I would listen to him talk like Fred Flintstone for a couple hours a week. <laughs> Can we do an inverse pod comcast where we, we send him topics? Him. Yeah. Yes. And, then, and then our fans record their own podcast. Because <laughs> I would love... What do, they, what do the comcast fans call themselves? What is, what, what is the, the officer cummies. core of our... The cum crew? Cum crew. Cum crew. I would kill to hear our cum crew's voice. All like all Ooh. of them. No, I mean, this sense. There's the probably show. technically only like four in that whole group. There's like six. <laughs> yeah, but but ten names. <clears throat> but right. I, I would I would kill to hear a couple of their voices. Yeah, that'd be good. But it's paramount. They all need to band together and then buy mics so it doesn't sound terrible. <laughs> well, the next the next one is is Portugal. Portugal. That's our next most inter- international. Uh, Hugo. Hugo's from Portugal. Oh, and we got to, you know Robokovsky over oh, in yeah. Germany. I don't, I don't, he doesn't he Germany. doesn't talk to climax. So I don't care about him. <laughs> Fair. <laughs> All right. Uh, was question. there was there more to that uh, recording? Or? No, that was no, it. that was it. Good eye. <laughs> oh, Luke. Hey, Hugh Jackman. <laughs> My voice isn't as deep as Luke's. Listen, is. if oh, Luke oh, could yeah. put up with oh. our Australian accents. Well, we I mean, can put up with his American accent. Funny story yeah. about Luke is he doesn't have a choice. Yeah, so he, <laughs> we don't know if he can't put up with it until later. So It's just punching a pillow. And then it, 
And it literally doesn't matter. They don't take us seriously. <laughs> oh my disregories. Oh, I spent two hundred dollar dues on this Comcast. Ah. All they did was talk about me words. <laughs> Black wallaby. All right, next, next question. Next question. We, we sorry, Luke. We could because we love. You, you've heard us. This is how we express a This is your third Comcast. You're our favorite person we in Australia. We hate because we love. Any famous Australian outlaws or gangs? The most famous outlaw is Ned Kelly, yeah. who is also a bit of a folk hero. He and his gang, the Kelly Gang, were swagmen, cowboy robbers who would steal livestock and goods. Yeah, he Iron Maned it. Hmm. He put a thing in his chest and could fly? No, he wore like a suit of armor oh. and would like rob trains and shit. That's dope. The reason Ned and his family are folk heroes is due to their anti-police corruption antics. One of my favorite tales is Ned's mother. She was Damn incarcerated for assaulting a police officer. She beat him with a shovel. The reason she did was because he was attacking her daughter, or because the policeman was attacking her daughter. She later had a kid in prison who Ned's, who's Ned's younger sister... <laughs> who Ned's younger sister raised. Ned Kelly builds his own armor and was caught acting as a vanguard for his gang, most of whom escaped. Mm -hmm. I've been to the jail where Ned was hanged and seen his armor. Best thing, though, not all the Kelly gang were caught, so there are still Kelly descendants to this day. That's cool. Well, like, the Italian side of my family, like, my grandma was first-generation Italian. Like on the I south side of Chicago. She didn't speak English until she was six. She wow. was born and raised in Chicago. Didn't speak English till she was six, and then the truant officer found her and made her go to school. And she came back pissed, like, hey, you didn't prepare me to live in America. <laughs> My fucking parents. And then I had a, uh, he married into our family, but uh, his real name was Sonantine. But my, I have an uncle, Blackie. <laughs> That's not allowed. Well, it was because he would give people black eyes because before uh. Chicago was built up, there'd be these empty lots, and his uncles and cousins and brothers would sit in these empty lots and say, hey, Sonatine, or eventually Blackie, and people just cutting through these empty lots would be like, that guy's walking through our lot, go fight him, and then Blackie would go give him a black eye. <laughs> that, that sucks. But one time, he got pulled over, and then the cops were giving him shit, and one of them was a black cop, and, you know... 1940 Chicago. <laughs> so, sure. so Blackie gave him, he raccooned him, he gave him two black eyes, and then threw him through the windshield of their police cruiser. Holy shit. Yeah, and then he was put in, he was, you know, he was put in prison. <laughs> the the end? That was basically it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we eventually came to the point where we no longer talked to that part of, the, of our family anymore. Makes sense. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but next. they were like, yeah, all the cops are crooked. It's like, do you think they're coming after you because you threw one through the windshield <laughs> of his cruiser? Maybe. Should I Iron Man it? Should I Iron Man it, Blackie? Next question. What would your Mad Max world apocalyptic name be? This is a Nick question. This is a Nick question. Mm-hmm. I think mine would be either Brick or up, up Chuck. <laughs> or Scar Bicep. Brick because I love Lego <laughs> and I feel like hucking bricks from a ute would be really effective as damage and psychological tactic. Yeah. Uh, Once again, a ute is an Australian El Camino. Thank you, Matt. Up Chuck, because barfing is hilarious, and I would love <laughs> screaming it while beating someone with a pipe wrench. Nice. All right. That's fair. Yeah. Respect. Respect. Uh, next question. I'm also on board with Aussie drinking games or toasts, so question, question form? 
What? I don't. This is you, Nick. I don't know. This is my question. Yeah, translate this, please. What the fuck, man? You said I. I thought you'd. So, what these. are some of those? Um, yeah, I'm asking for Australian drinking games or toasts. Door or toasts. Toast. Yeah, or toasts. So, yeah. question form. I think that's supposed to be four. Oh, my fave is Goon of Fortune, which is played by tying the goon bag. Onto a hill's hoist. I know what goon is. Line. I know what a goon bag is. Goon, I know what a hill's hoist is. Yeah. Goon. So my sister taught me this. Goon, because she studied abroad in Australia. Goon is boxed wine, mm-hmm. like Franzia. Yeah. So the so, goon bag would be the bag of wine, the bladder. Yeah, uh, inside the box wine. Okay. That's apparently then, like because a lot of beer in Australia would be imports, <laughs> and so therefore not cheap. Except for Foster's. A lot of college kids will get drunk on goon instead of cheap beer. Mm. All right. So So you got the goon. Here's the the last part of this. Uh, His favorite's Goon of Fortune, tying the goon bag on a hill's hoist clothesline, or anything for which it can spin freely, imagination is encouraged. The most common method to play is that each person has a turn at spinning the clothesline, and depending on where the goon bag stops spinning, that will determine the action performed by the individual. Before spinning, you will need... You will need to decide what actions will be taken depending on certain areas the goon bag lands close to. So it sounds like Kyle's penalties game. No, it sounds like spin the bottle, but you say what you want before you spin it. Before Which is how it should be played. Since you'll probably be playing in somebody's backyard, you can make the rules of how many drinks or what humiliating tasks a person needs to perform. For instance, if the goon bag lands adjacent to the rubbish bins, you will need to take several swigs of goon. If it were to land adjacent to the shed, you will need to spin around several times, then take a swig, or need to remove a piece of clothing. You can pretty much make up whatever you like, which is the fun part. And then he says, my two favorite toasts are Cheers Big Ears, which is responded with Same Goes Big Nose. What? Sure, okay. Cheers Big Ears! Same Goes Big Nose, governor. Right. Hugh Uh, Jackman. He said the other is more of a chant. Here we go. The Germans like, or the German likes his beer. The Pommy likes his half and half because it brings good cheer. The Scotsman likes his whiskey, and the Irishman likes his hot. The Aussie has no national drink, so he drinks the bloody lot. That's, right. I respect that. That's yeah. a good ending. That's similar that. to America, where we're mm-hmm. like, "What holiday is it?" Yeah. <laughs> We could celebrate that. We're all part of that. I'm, I'm drinking and, and grilling meat and wearing flag pants. <laughs> <laughs> America and Australia are strong and powerful nations. <laughs> Match questions. <clears throat> yeah. What's the biggest thing you've ever killed in or around your home Match and the most venomous? Or the most venomous? Around my home, there isn't a lot of wildlife, so mainly just large spiders, a rat or two, or a pest bird known as the Indian miner. The most venomous thing I've ever what? killed was a cane toad. <laughs> it was an accident, though. I was doing archery and missed the target, but hit the toad instead. <laughs> Good on you, Luke. Hi. Bloomin' so Onion. It would be steakhouse. I actually killed hundreds of toads. So then he had, like, a poison tip dart or arrow at that point? Yes, I'm after it sure. killed the toad, yes. Yeah, yeah. Um, next question. <laughs> Where is New Zealand? I know, I know, but I just realized I have no idea where it is on planet <laughs> Earth. Have you been to the original Zealand? What do Australians think of New Zealand and vice versa? Where are your favorite? Ter- what are your favorite terrible stereotypes about New Zealand and its people? <laughs> Good question. New Zealand is east southeast of Australia. It's quite big. You can't miss it if you look at a map or globe. 
Old Zealand. Apparently. Known as... And then I thought it's, it was North. It's S... I did too. S-J, and then it's the thing where it's like an A and an E touching. Mm-hmm. A letter. Yeah. I don't a know schwa. Is that no, a schwa? No, it's not a schwa. Schwa is like the, this, my friend, the is upside down schwa. E, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know how you pronounce the A-E touching. I no, it, pretty sure I just told you. It's pretty. pretty it's fine. Here. I majored in Latin. <laughs> yeah, I know you have Latin tattooed on your body. I, I is the uh, largest island of Denmark. Uh, I have never been there though. That's Old Zealand. I'm not a fan oh. of the people in New Zealand. So let's start some New Zealand beef. Yes. I know they are nice enough Finally. on the whole, but also kind of douchey wankers. But fuck like, them where they oh, live. My country is so pretty. Look at all these paddocks and sheep. Come see Middle Earth, you nerds. No domestic flights to Australia. No, sir. Gotta make it difficult. <laughs> yeah, but, like, what we do in the shadows is pretty fucking dope. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's amazing. Uh, my favorite stereotypes are the idea that New Zealanders fuck sheep and their yep. accents are funny. Nice. Like, yeah, they us. say six as sex and fish and chips as fush and chups. Fush well, that's fucked up. Chups. So Amer- chups? America just got to the sheep fucking we're like, we got it. <laughs> yeah. All right, we get it. You're good. Just be there. Luke, continue. Hugh Jackman. Real steel. Nice. My sister, when she went to New Zealand, she brought Joey a bungee jumping sheep. She did bring me a bungee jump sheep. Uh, what's one thing Australians do or have that you would share with the world that improve all our lives? A drinking game or an outlook on life? What do you guys do or possess that's so awesome? It'd make everything better if everyone did. Uh, I don't know if this really counts, but it's something all good people in my life seem to share. A way to live they all taught me. Being kind and decent is the best way to be. Giving for others is better than taking. Do the right thing. I've boiled this down to my personal mantra. Mm -hmm. Decency needs no justification. Shit. I like that. I like that. That was more serious than (laughs) we were expecting. Fuck it. Luke. Luke, I'm adopting that. Decency needs (laughs) no justification. Um... Other than this, he says, I feel the biggest thing Australia has taught me and the one thing the rest of the world should take note of, fucking relax more often. Take yeah. a load off and she'll stop getting fucking, so mad about shit. Fucking relax. <laughs> I was worried it was going to be like, add a little Vegemite to your sandwich. <laughs> sandwich. Sandwich. You uh, <clears throat> Jackman. Uh, last question. Or, yeah, last question. What's one stereotype about Australians that's false and one that's true? We asked a lot about stereotypes. I think because we want to like expand our well, uh, shit. Our we're trying not to be bigots, even though <laughs> well, no, I think it's we want to know more more material. Well, yeah, the problem is we don't know bigoted? we don't know a lot of Australians. We, we want more accurate material, yeah, right? Exactly. Yeah, like when we make jokes, it's going to drive into the heart. It, yeah. The best jokes have a seed of truth. It may be racial, but at least it's going to be accurate. <laughs> accurate. 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 False stereotype: accurate. the amount of deadly wildlife we see every day. I live in the burbs in about 45 minutes to the city, so most I see every day spiders, colorful birds, and bats, plus the occasional lizard or snake. In smaller towns further away from major cities, you will come across wildlife roaming about, like my friend's car got hit by a kangaroo one time, but generally, if you live in a city, you aren't going to see much. It's getting hit by a deer. True. We bloody love barbecues. Holy crap. <clears throat> I would have been one every night if it wasn't so much work. The smell, the smoke, drinking a beer while cooking meat, it's oh, yeah. the best. However, I mean, you despite can't argue that. What Paul, How is America and Australia not best friends? Right? Despite what Paul Hogan, brackets, Crocodile Dundee, 
Yeah, we knew. We knew. I don't know if you've heard us talking for the last hour and a half. <laughs> Paul Hogan, Hugh Jackman, Hugh Jackman, Russell, Steve Crow. Irwin, Russell Crowe. He's from New Zealand. Is he? I don't know. <laughs> I thought we were trying to perfect our stereotypes here, Matt. <laughs> no, 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 no. Maybe an hour ago, I was trying to perfect it. Uh, uh, Current Matt is a monster. Despite what Paul I'm sorry, Hogan. Luke. You're a good fan. Despite what Paul Hogan may tell you. We do not put a shrimp on the Barbie. Firstly, we call I them- love grilling shrimp. The quote, shrimp on the Barbie. First of all, we call them prawns. Prawn on the Barbie! <laughs> so you're Sith African. Secondly, Barbies- and you have chippy rubits. Barbies, Barbies are, are usually full of snags, steaks, oh. and lambs. Okay, no, so if I'm understanding it, snags sausages. Yes. Yeah. Steaks, we got that. Yeah. yeah. And then lamb chops. And Barbies are fucking rad, you guys. Is what, is I mean, our barbecues, we do all those except for maybe the lamb. There's, yeah, we don't do lamb. There's a lack of lamb. Yeah. I once cooked an entire leg of lamb using indirect heat. It was magnificent. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just throwing it out. All I, I want to say is that is within our wheelhouse if everyone I knew liked lamb. I don't doubt that it's delicious. It's just not a thing that's was, as easily available as I usually as like substitute chicken pork. for like lamb. I soaked it in olive oil, garlic, and oregano. Okay, overnight. I don't see how it could go wrong. My questions, last chunk here. Uh, what's something you really, really wanted but couldn't get because you were in Australia? Be it a movie, game, or toy. <laughs> Jesus, Joey, the they wo- have stuff. The not uh, like import shit is like at least from talking to Kim's sister. Explosive like, you know, Magico podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I spent three hundred dollar dues. <laughs> Keeps going up. Yeah. <laughs> the worst thing I almost missed out on was Hotline Miami 2. That whole case was ridiculous and insulting. However, I did get around it by using a GPS changer and bought it from American Steam Store. Anarchy. Uh, huh. uh, I'm still waiting for Krampus, which is pretty lame, but the one that hurts the worst is Netflix and good internet. Basically, yonks ago, this massive ship pig company called Telstra Chuckles... Or, <laughs> Telstra Chuck- Chuckles... John. It chucked chokes on all the telecommunications. Since the whole thing was in its infancy, the entire system was privatized and bought out by this one company. We're slowly breaking away from that. So their internet's a monopoly. Yes. By using Ooh. retroactive illegality to end this BS. Tel- uh, Telstra also owns Foxtel, the Aussie cable company, and own exclusive and illegal distribution rights for many things. Shit a But dick. some big players like Netflix and iNet are fighting back. Telstra is not as strong as it once was. One last more frivolous thing was the second Ultra Agents Lego set. That entire <laughs> theme was robbed, mm. I tell you. Every single set was dope as fuck. Mm. And the last three were delicious icing on a badass cake. I got one already, the Ocean HQ. But the last two are still to be purchased but it's still very upsetting to never have the excitement of going into a store and actually picking them up, then going home, giddy for the build. So it sounds like <laughs> Legos yeah. uh, don't always make it over there. Um, that sucks, bro. <laughs> sucks, dude. Dude, dude sucks. sucks. Uh, last, or next question. What's New Zealand like? Have you ever seen a hobbit? I, I think I like that we ask so many questions about New Zealand because we're running yeah. out of Australia ideas. Uh, I've never we been We did in- them all. <laughs> yeah, that's right. This is the third round. I mean, uh, what else could there possibly be to know about Australia? Uh, right? At We're the like end of the- I mean, it's it's a country that has a complete history. But yeah. <laughs> Whatever. At the end of this, there will be nothing left to know, because we will know it all. Sure, uh, he sure. says, I've never been to New Zealand myself, but apparently it's 
uh, so beautiful. I want to go there very badly. I've never seen a hobbit, but I've seen half a dozen little people in my time. <laughs> One lives near me, and I see her at the train station often. Is she hot? Is she hot? <laughs> What's her deal? Hugh Jackman. Uh, I can't remember if I asked this, but are there any Australian curse words or slurs we should know? He said a few good ones are. Yeah. Bugger means butt sex. Yeah, we know bugger. But used like fuck is a holdover from Britain. Can okay. be used on its lonesome or bugger me dead or bugger off. Bugger off! I like it. I like it. Bugger off. Uh, Darrow being derelict similar to ratchet. Darrow is also Ooh, nice. uh, from Pathfinder. D-E-R-R-O? Yeah. Oh. It's like a underground gnome. <laughs> well, <laughs> it's a derelict. Um, or Darrow. Fanny. Oh, Luke responded oh, to me on Twitter. I now know how Australians say fuck. You oh, yeah. Is fuck. F-A-H-K? F-A-A-H-K. Oh. Hugh Jackman. Fuck. <laughs> fuck. You asked him on Twitter? Yeah. <laughs> okay, good. I'm going to fuck a sheep, Hugh Jackman. <laughs> Fanny, unlike America, Fanny means vagina here. We Pussy. call fanny packs bum it's bags. It's like in Britain. Yeah, it's the same thing as Britain. Uh, a drongo yeah. is a dumb, idiot, fool, or incompetent coined in 1920s as the namesake of a racehorse who has never won, who never won a race in his two and a half year career. Aren't drongos also the rock trolls from Legend of Zelda? Oh no no no! Those are uh, gore. Goron? Goron. Okay. But Drongo's a great No, Drongo's a lizard. Because you fight the the you fight the big Drongo when in, in, in Ocarina of Time. Yeah. Ah. Uh I don't know. Boggin is an Aussie redneck. Hugh Jackman. B O G A N. Root R O O T is sex. Slag. Yeah, sure. yeah, it's like rutting. I like to root you out. Slag is, that? is <laughs> Yeah, close enough. <laughs> sure. Slag is a unise- uh, unisex term for slut. Though I personally use slut on dudes all the time. Yeah, well, wristy, on dudes? Wristy is to jerk off. Give it a little wristy. I'm just going to have a quick five-minute wristy. <laughs> sure. Most of the slurs I know are pretty racist, and I don't like them. But a few <laughs> that I do enjoy with my friends are a poofter, yeah, which gay is a gay person. Yeah. A wog, which Italians or Greeks can also be applied to other Europeans. And gala... Gala, G-A-L-A-H, used to mean fool or clown, comes from the name of a loud pink parrot native to here. Huh. <clears throat> Gala. Gala. What do you think is the best thing Australia has given the world? The, it, I would also like to say, we all wrote these questions independently of each other, uh-huh. and then I combined the list. So, so that's why some of these kind of ask the same thing. He said, that's easy, Hugh Jackman. <laughs> Hugh Jackman! <laughs> Hugh Jackman! <laughs> Oh, hey, Hugh Jackman. Perfect. Here's the thing. We obviously already knew that. We knew that, yeah. Hugh Jackman, Wolverine, X-Men Origins, Real Steel. Lame as a Rob. And, of course, (laughs) starring Nicole Kidman, Australia. Australia. Australia, yeah. Hugh Jackman. (laughs) Dude is what every Australian should be. Tall, cool, kind, decent, a great parent, singer and dancer, Wolverine, and he's just super righteous. That's like saying every American should be Brad Pitt. You're you're putting the bar too high, Luke. Uh, He said close second is Steve Irwin. In spite of his demeanor as a wacky croc hunter, he was a naturist, conservationist, a uh, true blue Aussie hero. I'm still sad about his passing. Didn't he run like the Cincinnati Zoo? I kind of. I wish. 
I wish Somebody we would have looked that up. I wish we would have had a before and after. Because I didn't ask about Steve Irwin. Because <laughs> I just assumed they were embarrassed. Because he got murked by a bunch of stingrays. <laughs> like not, like up, all though. of the terrible shit he surrounding Australia. Tiger sharks. Rockfish. Yeah, it was a stingray. And he got killed by a fucking flatfish. <laughs> I swear, I think he ran the Cincinnati Zoo. All right, I'm gonna Look I'm gonna, I'm gonna Google on my phone Steve Irwin Cincinnati Zoo. Yes, please. Uh, thank the you. last best thing is definitely the platypus. If that ah. shit isn't in your top ten favorite animals, then you're wrong. That's cool. You know they're yeah. they're venomous. Platypus? Yeah, what? they've got a spur. They're they're venomous. Oh, they also have that psychic just made them abilities. So much cooler. That's like a psyduck. Joey. <laughs> <laughs> the most disgusted you've sounded all night we've said some heinous shit and the most upset you got is when i drop a pokemon reference are you fucking well, kidding me yeah <laughs> fucking platypus is fucking well what was the pokemon doing i know i said it's like a platypus or a platypus is like a psyduck they have psychic abilities okay I, I put in steve Irwin's snatty zoo and uh i'm not seeing anything what did i miss <laughs> <laughs> oh welcome back nick um, Somebody famous ran the Cincinnati Zoo, I swear. <laughs> Next was it question. a racist? What? You know, because the Cincinnati Zoo race wars? wars? Next question. Just because they had a lot of race wars doesn't mean everyone there is racist. Next question. It's kind of like Chili's garbage. Next question. If you could live anywhere else, where would you live? He said Toronto. I don't know why exactly, but the place seems like some or seems like my kind of city. Seems, I don't know, magical. Since, uh, don't Toronto know, I, is the most diverse city. They speak, uh, they have the most uh, language enclaves. Oh, yeah. And they have the highest per capita uh, diversity. I, yeah, it's fucking annoying. When we make product for Canada, we have to print it in English and French. I mean, I guess that's more Quebec. Well, well, yeah, hey, that's, sorry about that. Also, a lot of I'm like, from Canada. Film, film and TV film up there. Toronto. Uh, Rumble in the Bronx was shot in Toronto. <laughs> All right. Again, is- sorry about that. <laughs> My last... Question. Jackie Chan fought all of us here in Toronto. I'm excited about your last question. Hugh Jackman! <laughs> my, my last question is, what are three questions you have about America you've been too embarrassed to ask normal people? Oh. Hold on, real fast, oh, yeah. Joey, Good. I can't take you seriously. Why? Because your hair is yeah, being pushed up by it's your dumb. fucking... It looks like you have a fucking... <laughs> there Sorry. All right, Not Matt. Better. Matt. <laughs> what's the deal with guns? After all the crazy shit that's gone down... And all the gun violence, why are they still an issue? Uh, 100% is America is the first nation birthed by the gun. Yeah. Uh, we're the first one to win our appendants using the gun. We're the first ones to defend ourselves using the gun uh, during the War of 1812. Hmm. Um, I am I am 100% a blue stater. I am fucking super liberal. I do not think we are going to enact any sort of rule involving guns like England and Australia. Probably I just never. I just think it's too yeah. much part of our DNA. It's I don't think that like, genie's going back in the bottle. It's literally in our constitution like at the fucking beginning. Yeah, I it's mean It's not like number 13 or 14. Like it's way up towards the front the right to bear arms. Whenever the hard right brings up like Christianity and what would the founding fathers think, the problem is is at that time when the founding fathers were educated, when they wrote the constitution, it was coming out of the Enlightenment, it was coming out of the French Revolution, it was coming Everyone out of Rosepierre. So like religion's not a big deal, but one hundred percent all of our founding fathers believe in guns 
because our nation was the first one birthed of guns, and, and we won our independence tell, using it. That's how you can tell quickly how big someone's wiener is. Also, people love hunting. <laughs> 100%. My dad bought a John Wick shotgun. I've never been more proud of him. <laughs> What's a John Wick shotgun? It's the, oh, Kel- so the, the Keltec shotgun. It's the, it's the bullpup design. And there's no barrel. Oh, you you cock it by like that stick. The handle. Yeah, yeah. The, the, pist- the pistol grip. The front handle. Yeah, yeah. and then he he shoots the windshield, and then Vigo goes, cool it, cool it, cool it, cool it. Yeah, right, right, right. Here's yeah. the thing. I love my dad has guns. one of those, and he has he has buckshot, and he has slugs. You know why? Because he saw a coyote. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably someone's dog. My father, no, a physician. Who the Hippocratic Oath, the first line is, first do, do no, no harm, yeah. has night vision capabilities, and can put a watermelon-sized exit wound in a coyote from 100 yards. We, my dad always huh. had a BB gun to get the animals Close off of our property, but that was the extent of it. Uh, my dad has a Ford F-250 turbo super diesel. It is Those the most like truck a bunch you can, of words I would have made up to make a fake car. Name. It is the most truck <laughs> you can put into our garage. And even then, he has to bring the mirrors in on both sides to drive in. into yeah. our garage. <laughs> Inside that car, the physician has a gun that is a handgun that fires shotgun shells, and what? carved into the barrel is the phrase "the judge." judge. <laughs> the judge. <laughs> I fired that handgun. It's a shitload of kickback. (laughs) I'd imagine. Whoever he's shooting better die immediately because he just dislocated his shoulder. (laughs) All right, Nick, number two. Do people really believe 9-11 was an inside job? I mean, I've seen the blueprints. I know it was designed to collapse inward so as to minimize the destruction. Was this my question or his question to me? This is one of the three questions he... Joey's directing it at you. Oh, what what is the question again? 9-11 was not an inside job. No, it was not. But but people in America do truly believe that it was. There are some crazy fuckers here. Not a lot, but a significant portion. America is a nation of between 350 and 400 million people. There's a lot of fucking people here. Okay. There's going to be some crazies. We, We... we cover two oceans and a gulf, okay? Mm-hmm. And then we have a state. A continent. We have a state that makes Canada our sandwich. It makes Canada the meat in our sandwich, okay? <laughs> There's a lot of goddamn America. Yeah. You're going to get a little bit of everything. 1% of that believes 9-11 was an inside job. And the earth is flat. And the earth is flat and the moon landing was fake no, 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 no. and all of that shit. I know hardcore liberals... Who believe 9-11 was an inside job? This fucking well, here's the my thing, mind. Matt. He directed that question to me. So, Dang yes, it, it was sorry. an inside <laughs> job. No, no, I absolutely do not believe jet that. Jet fuel can't burn hot enough to melt steel. I fucking love reading this but shit. But jet fuel can like, burn hot enough to release yes. the steel, to, to, to reduce to the steel it. to 50%. And then you're holding up yeah, an entire whatever. building. Yes, when you're holding you know up what a can melt you can steel? weaken it. Superman, coming up next. <laughs> All right, Cam. Yeah. God damn, it's so interesting to think about. What's the deal with lawns? In Australia, we have <gasps> gardens, not just big empty grass. <sighs> okay, first off, you're doing it wrong. I yeah. love that you directed this question to me. <laughs> Kim, take them. Joey and I literally had an in-depth conversation last night about whether or not we just well, spent take our us tax here. refund on getting a new lawn. <laughs> 
So Kim, being married's fucking gay. What's the deal with lawns in Australia? We have gardens. They're fucking great. Why? Because you can like grass is just so lovely. Because you fucking own land. And you can like, it's yeah, but inviting. He's saying they have land too, but it's a garden. But yeah, I've seen the inside of Australia. There's like three miles of good Australia all the way around, and and then the inside is is fucking road. So you're saying like the 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 part that's livable is like the areola of Australia. Yeah. So don't fucking tell me about how great Australia's gardens are. But no, here's the difference. A garden is lovely. Well, Don't get me wrong. And you can grow flowers and vegetables and fruits and all kinds of stuff. Hold on. Hold on. But you can't, like, enjoy activities in a activities. garden the way you can on a lawn. Isn't... I thought garden was just the British term, and, and I was assuming Australia just adopted this term, mm-hmm. that garden meant lawn. No, a garden said, totally means gardens, flowers. Not just big, empty grass. Yeah, a garden totally means like oh, landscape, like plants and yeah, and like plants, paths or whatever. Little plants you but, have to take care of. But we, I don't know. Maybe it's an American thing. I don't know. I don't we know, play a great, lot man. of games on the grass. Like watch that's not an American the thing. We play fucking croquet and cornhole, bocce ball. There's Coob. lots of coop, lots of games that aren't just American games. And you need an expanse of lawn, football, catch. I don't know. There are things where you need a big, expansive lawn. Build a snowman when it snows, or shit in Australia. Does it snow in Australia? Things graze on probably, the lawn. Probably in July. Probably Goats in July. and cows and shit. I fucking doubt it snows in Australia. Yeah, I doubt it too. But anyways, there's just something about a lovely lawn that not is like not only looks nice, but it's like so inviting. You can go lay in it, and you won't get you know like. Attacked by things, unless you're allergic to grass <laughs> like I am, and then you know you break out. But then grass. you got chiggers. You're allergic to grass. <laughs> well, there's chiggers, man. Yeah, you get chiggers. Are you allergic to grass? A little bit. Are you fucking kidding me? You Everyone, never told me that. Hold on. Don't act like <laughs> you've never. You laid... want to spend thousands of dollars on a Literally. lawn, and you're allergic to grass? I just put up with it. I love it so much. It doesn't bother me so much. Yeah, because fucking America! I gotta I take just, a break. I gotta take I a break. We do not have to defend, we have to defend a, little, a lawn versus no. a garden. Gotta take a break. I just I gotta get a little we're red a break. and rashy. But we're taking it's a break. fine. <laughs> Is she single? She's married and has a, a daughter. Okay. Weird. Name. How's the I'm daughter? pretty upset that currently <laughs> Joey has a do-rag and I don't. This is my, ah! my cooling towel. All right, I All right. have a ukulele song. While you're doing your thing, I could sing. Okay, yes. Nick, take us it. there. All right, play us in. Go. Parentless from far away, I came into this land, but at least I took my parents' death better than Batman. <laughs> For I am Superman, superest of supers, manliest of mans. I wear red thongs and a giant S on my giant's mancans. <laughs> this is awful. X-ray vision, I love flight, it. I super speed. The list goes on for weeks. Ice breath, dragon farts. And don't forget my super seed. That's sperm. <laughs> yeah, we got it. The glasses are for show. Clock can't can see just fine. <laughs> But at least no one could know that Superman is blind. I'm more than a bird. I'm more than a plane. 
You could call me Carlyle, cause that's just one of my names. Don't let the sun go away, Kryptonite. Wait, are you are you adapting glycerine? Kryptonite. <laughs> That's it. You know, there's a song called Kryptonite that says Kryptonite. Yeah, but he adapted it to glycerine. Yeah. <laughs> I de- adapted a different element. He didn't go with the obvious one. Also, I glycerine is not an element on the periodic table. <laughs> Neither is Kryptonite. Kryptonite. Thank you, Kevin Rosdale. I'm a machine Kryptonite. head. My head's a machine. I drink gasoline. <laughs> I'm a machine head. I'm pretty sure those are the lyrics. <laughs> I just like, you got more? No, no that's just it. it. Okay. I just I like did. you can call me Kalel because that's just one of my names. Kryptonite. <laughs> if I go crazy, crazy, will you call me Nick Allen? <laughs> <laughs> Funny story. We started a, a, a group called the, the, the Crazies for our high school. We are the Castle Knights, and we sang Kryptonite, and we really emphasized the Knights. Sure. Okay. If I go crazy, will you like, oh, call me Kryptonite? Wait, wait. Hold on. <laughs> Kryptonite. I get it. Okay. We're the Kryptonites! <laughs> Listen, we're losing. There's nothing else to do during a game. Fair. Across the street was Kentucky. I get it. You were desperate. <laughs> Topic three. All-Star Superman. Watch yes. the movie, read the comic, or both. Shit is dope. Uh, and then he sent, at the bottom of his uh, question uh, Q&A email, he sent a little write-up when uh, I told him what we were going to be watching. Okay. So, before... We get to what we're about to do. Luke, mm-hmm. thank you for ordering. We love thank you. Thank you so much, Luke. Thank you. We love you. Uh-huh. So much. Hugh Jackman. <laughs> Hugh Jackman and all that. We love you um, as much as we love Hugh Jackman. Um, if not more. None however, of this is about you. <laughs> Fact. Okay, so here's what he said. All-Star Superman is very important to me because of major reasons. Um, I'm going to say these two major reasons. One... It was the first time I ever cried at a film, and it meaning something. Clark's sacrifice hit me at my core when I finally realized how personal and human his story was, uh, just with a super scale and consequences. Clark had a job to do, and it was the right thing to do, and that changed me forever. Number wait, 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 wait. You, you cried going. at the movie? This, yeah, hang on. cried in the movie. Let him hang finish. on. Let him Number finish. two. Just establishing. Yep. It made me understand what comics could be. After watching the film, I bought the comic. Good. Comic's great. Love the comic. The big, gorgeous, hardcover version, and in the back there are pages and pages of notes about various themes and symbols, like how each 12 issue starts at a different part of the day, going from afternoon uh, to night to morning, how Clark is a sun god, a modern Ra or Apollo, bringing light to the whole world. Comics could be deep and emotional and full of symbolism and real non-preachy messages. Also... For those who don't read comics, or for those who didn't read the comic, there is a page attached that is very important to me. It includes one of the most down-to-earth and impactful moments of the comic, and a very cool quote from Morrison himself. All-Star Superman is one of my favorite movies and my all-time favorite comic, and I hope you guys can see why. Thank you again for another cool and crazy comecast. So what page did he attach? The page he is attached. Is it the page with Regan? Yeah, read the page. 
Is is that um, Luther's niece or whatever? Mm. Is that who she was? Yeah. Is it the girl on the ledge? Yes. No, that's not Luther's niece. That's no. Regan. That is my favorite page from the comic book. Oh, I well, here, okay. That down. Real that's fast. Least. Real fast to someone who has watched the movie and fucking hated it, and who counts the comic book as one of his favorite works, and Grant Morrison is his favorite comic book writer. There's that's you. That is me, Matt Lohman. Yeah. There's a real disconnect because the movie is hot garbage. It is a dumpster full of burning diapers being pushed into an orphanage. Sure. Okay. Whereas the comic book is a triumph. Um, I'm so glad. I are read we getting to this part? Oh, well, I'm just I'm I'm looking at the page he sent. It's just- okay. So the page he sent was from an issue. So there's 12 issues of All Star Superman, and the the movie doesn't really capture that. And the page he sent, well, I think it does sometimes to its fault. Well, the page yeah. he sent is from one of the issues that doesn't have a central core, other than Superman. Within the within the daily lives of people from Metropolis. Okay. Every issue kind of has a point, and this is the one that is just sort of like what Superman means to people in his day-to-day. And it is also my favorite issue, and if I'm now, this, remembering correctly... This is from one of my favorite stories. Is the the, the, the issue that Joey... The issue Joey forwarded me, the email that I played off my phone for, for his accents, uh, is with Regan. So... Here's the whole thing is is uh, Superman is just going about his day and he stops a train from like, you know, being run away. And on the train is a therapist and he is talking to a suicidal teen who's about to kill mm-hmm. herself. And because the therapist can't get to her because of complications from Superman having to stop the train and a supervillain in Metropolis is she's about to jump. She throws her phone away. Superman gets to her and... He, you know, this man can harness the power of suns, he can bench press a planet, he can fight, you know, gods, and he, in this perfectly human moment, pulls this lost person to him and hugs this well, person. Well, it's great, like, he, he's actually in the middle of an important discussion with Lois. Yeah, and he And out of away. peripheral hearing, he's like, and he puts the he, he connects the dots, and he hugs this person, Regan. Or Reagan. I don't like the Ronald Reagan, so I always say Reagan. And hugs her close and says, you're stronger than you think. And I think that is the strength of Superman. Not that he can knock out giant robots. Not that he's faster than a speeding bullet or more powerful than a locomotive. Somewhere in our darkest night, we made up the story of a man who will never let us down. That is that is the beauty of Superman. And I think that's the thing that like, Man of Steel misses. I think that's the thing that the the adaptation of All-Star Superman, the, the, the movie, the cartoon, misses. Is Superman is incorruptible because he doesn't want for anything. And I think you see that mistake in like All Star Superman and stuff like that. Say in the movie or, or Man of Steel. Yeah. Uh, yes, All Star Superman the movie is that Superman wants and he doesn't because he will never be hungry, he will never be cold, he will never want for anything, money, power, love. He will never he will never need to prove himself worthy of those, and that makes him sort of the ultimate superhero where he can give all of himself. He can be that perfect person because there's no way you can corrupt him. Uh, you I know. think that makes him a not... Like, Superman in general, not saying all-star Superman, that makes him less interesting to read to me. See, that makes, me, that no. makes him interesting because everyone else can be corrupted. 
Batman can be corrupted. The Fantastic Four can be corrupted. The X-Men can be corrupted. And, or maybe not even corrupted is their journey can end. Like, Batman, you know, it's not possible. But, like, theoretically, Batman can win his war on crime. There will be no more children who will go to bed orphaned. There will be no one who will go to bed unhappy. There will no one who will be go to bed wanting. You know, the X-Men can eventually win a quality be, get for a, get everyone. an X-Man president. Well, no, be, where every mutant is an X-Man and every human is an ally, so then no one's an X-Man because everyone's on the <clears> same <throat> team. But Superman constantly has to prove how great we can be. Like, look what happens when you give all of yourself. Look what happens when you care enough to make a difference. You get sun cancer. <laughs> but he That's gives himself. Right he dies, and he knows he's dying, and he goes out and he... he he uh in both the comic book and the movie he redeems uh kryptonians who think they're better than humans so there's I, that bizarro storyline where he redeems all of the bizarros like i haven't read any comics what just straight up <laughs> what? i don't know much about superhero mm. like lore or backstories or like the theory behind it any of them really or anything that being said we're going to deadpool later <laughs> but i would think that to me that would make superman hard to relate to and it does that that i could see why people would like other superheroes i like i said i don't know a lot about them so i probably don't have good examples to support no, no, no. this mm-hmm. kim but you're 100 correct that yeah. would make someone like batman so much more relatable than Superman. Yes. Because Superman can just like so we I watched the movie. So did I. And like in I the read first a little bit of couple it of minutes, of he does like he saves these people from crashing into the sun and they're just like he somehow figured out how to use his shield to save us. And it's like it What was it, Matt? Electro Bioelectricity. Yeah, it's bioelectric field. It's just yep. kind of like they can because Superman's technically not human, they can just do whatever they need to do to make it so that he always saves the day. Whereas, like, other superheroes have much more, like, human elements that make them more relatable. And because of the exact thing that you are saying is the reason you like him would be the reason why I wouldn't. Uh, you're, you're, you are 100% correct. Because Superman is very difficult to write. And right now, like, no one's writing Superman the way I want to read him. When Superman is this is, all Grant Morrison did of Superman, just this 12 issues? No, no, no. Oh. But 100%, you're right. Because, like, Batman is human. Green Lantern is human. Flash is human. And they fall, and they struggle, and they have these foibles, and they're tempted. Yeah, and that's, like, the whole thing is, like, a superhero is supposed to not seem like an impossible achievement. Or something that is literally a pipe dream, but that's something that provides you hope that that could mm-hmm. actually happen, yes. and that you actually can rise above. Whereas if Superman that's is literally an alien and something that cannot ever be possible, then it becomes purely fantasy to the point that it doesn't provide the message of saying like you are able to do this. I mean, I guess it says it in a different sense. Like instead of saying it. <clears throat> In a metaphor, like, you have the power to overcome your circumstance like Batman, it has to say it literally like Superman says in the dialogue to the girl, you're stronger than you think, 
So it's trying to provide that message, but it does it in a much different way. Whereas no, no, no. you are you are one hundred percent correct. Show it to you, and mm-hmm. in Superman, they have to literally walk you through the steps. But Superman is one hundred percent the first superhero. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. he was invented by two Jews who saw corruption, mm-hmm. corrupt landlords, mm-hmm. the mafia, and their protection rackets. I'm making air quotes because <laughs> People this, is, at home. this is an audio, not a video podcast. <laughs> uh, and and that's the thing is, more than anything, like, superheroes, with the exception of Superman, even though he was the first, are a lot like, you know, westerns and like classic mythology where they fight to protect a world. They They fight for a world they can no longer exist in. Batman fights for a world where there is no crime, where children won't go to sleep crying for their lost parents, for the lost siblings. The X-Men fight to, pr- to protect a world that hates and fears them, but if all of the humans accept them and all the mutants become X-Men, then no one's an X-Men. Superman is the only one who exists to show us how we should be. And that's very difficult to write. Well, I think that made it was probably easier and more accepted when that first came out. Exactly, because you are fighting against corrupt landlords. You are fighting against people who hated Jews, who hated immigrants, and like the Cold War and shit. Yes, and it was yeah. being written by mm-hmm. Jews and immigrants. And it was, but it was just people wanting to believe in something that is just good for the sake of being good. Yes, but now it's like, like, well, everyone's too cynical to like for that to be enough. But 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 most superheroes and the X Men and all that stuff, they exist to show you. How to live, where Superman shows you the best be. possible world. Like if we achieve to the state of Superman, where we don't want for anything except for the best for everyone, and that's very difficult to write. And the fact that there's a monthly Superman comic book blows my mind, because you need a special kind of writer, and you need a special kind of artist, and you need that special kind of bond to make it work. Well, because I also think that. We've it's gotten, aspirational. We've gotten to a point where, for whatever reason, obviously there's always, like, everything is cyclical in the culture. You know, like, fashion and it's mindset a wheel. Yeah. and all of that. There's and an up and a down. I, I feel like we're at a point where people who are attracted to comic books or who take inspiration from comics, they want to be able to see themselves in the person. And there's certain people who... Just like certain people like learn visually or audio, like you know, like they learn in different yeah, ways, yeah. Or whatever. Like Orally. some people, some people want to be lifted up by being able to see themselves in the character, and some people want to be able to be lifted up by the character, you know. Yeah, and like dudes Superman, and Superman is a person who you don't see well, yourself in that person. That person literally lifts you. Whereas other super pe- like superheroes are someone where I believe you we can call it super people's fine. <laughs> Shut up. Yeah. Are people where you like you can be able to see yourself as them. Like Batman Superman. Nick, you were saying you were gonna say something. I was gonna say like Superman in I've only seen parts of the movie, but I read all the comics of All Star Superman. And that's fucking great. But in the cartoons they're always referenced in all the movies. Superman's referenced as the Boy Scout, but Grant Morrison made it as kind of a more relatable Superman that that you guys were describing. Well, because well, Clark Kent has paint on his overalls. Well, <laughs> and he wears glasses. And he wears glasses. And he's kind of chubby in the, the chairs and a ponytail. 
But here's the thing. And what, he's so clumsy. I just want to point out, <laughs> one of my favorite episodes of, or, or uh, issues of All-Star Superman was the one where his, they did, I guess it was not really a flashback, but where his dad died. Yeah, which, I don't, that wasn't in the movie, was it? No. 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 But and I it was that's a thing that makes super, him relatable. No, but the thing is, is, so Superman, I mean, there's a lot of, like, time travel bullshit, but mm-hmm. basically, Pa Kent, Jonathan Kent, uh-huh. his heart yeah. gives out. Mm-hmm. And this is the major point that Man of Steel missed, where Jonathan Kent was killed by a tornado. And Wait, those are those are the the Earth parent. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah. So Jonathan Kent was killed by a tornado in Man of Steel, <laughs> and Superman but just fucking watched it. And there's a stupid moment where he watched Kevin it. Costner reaches and then dies, and Superman didn't fa- save him for fear of um, uncovering himself. Whereas in the comic book. He can't do anything about a heart. Well, yeah, he was yeah. a heart he attack. Was... He dies of a heart attack, and it kind of teaches Superman that humility he that, like, save everything. that, like, yeah. as fast as you are, as strong as you are, with all of your abilities, it's gonna happen. That seems much more poignant than a fucking tornado. Yeah, the thing this seems way more poignant than a tornado. But it was great because the whole issue is like, okay, they're they're visited by three farmhands that posed as farmhands, you know, and one of them had wraps on his face. And like, oh, who is this? Oh, this is the unknown Superman of like eighty five hundred, the year eighty five hundred. But, and as 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 the comic issue went on, while Superman was dealing with like a what was it like a chronovore, a chronovore, a thing that ate time, a thing that only took like three minutes of him to save. But that th- in that three minutes, his dad had a heart attack. But while they're dealing with that, the man with the the mask or the 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 bandages the bandages around his actually face, Superman talked to Jonathan Kent and had a heart to heart. He's like, I don't know about my son. He's like, you know, it'll all turn out good in the end. So he like went back in time to talk to the dad. yes. It turned yeah. out to be so at the end of All Star Superman, mm-hmm. both comic book and movie, he flies into the sun to fix it to save the Earth. Right, mm-hmm. and then what happens is. In the comic book, it's implied that he comes back as the perfect Superman, this golden, shining Superman. Oh, really? Like Yes. Okay. So he wears the bandages. So while his younger past self has to deal with the trauma of losing his father, he traveled back in time to have that one more One moment last conversation. With and was wise Aww. enough to know that this is when his dad died. That's sweet. So what's funny is is <clears throat> that's my so in the comic moment. book, and then you see a little bit in the movie where he talks to a future version of himself when he takes Lois the Force right. of Solitude. Uh-huh. So Grant Morrison was responsible for the company wide crossover called DC One Million. So they figured out that if all the comic books just started and didn't stop, didn't have a relaunch, didn't have a pause, and just moved from now to one million months. It would take place in the 853rd century. So all the superheroes met the 853rd century version of themselves. So there's 853rd version of Superman, who you see briefly, both in the comic book and the movie. Where he hasn't quite worked out the kinks and the thing. Where he also has the faux hawk. Yeah. <laughs> so the, like his sides are shaved bald, but he's got like yeah. a lot of hair on the top. <laughs> and in that future... You know, it, it comes up like Grant Morrison kind of rewards you for following Grant Morrison forever. Yeah. And I've been following Grant Morrison since I was in seventh grade. So, like, uh, the tyrant son in the comic, in the movie, mm-hmm. in the 853rd century, becomes a second son and allows <laughs> humanity to colonize planets like 
you know, Venus and Jupiter and Pluto, because mm-hmm. there's a second there's sun, sun to give them light. Yes, Kim gets that. Nice. <laughs> Way to go, Kim. And that's not really explained in the movie. That is not my problem. A lot of stuff is not really explained. That in the is movie. my problem. One of my major problems in the movie is it cuts out a lot of stuff in the comic book. The heart parts. And then also, my problem with the movie, and the reason I hate the movie, is because Grant Morrison writes comic books. He does not write movies. And he only writes com and he mm-hmm. only writes comics. He does not write movies, as Joey just said. And the problem is is everything in a comic book Everything in the comic book is a perfect moment. It is that one hundred twenty fourth of a second where everyone looks cool and is saying <laughs> the right thing. And then in the movie you have the setup and then the knockdown of that one hundred twenty fourth of a second. Yeah. And it makes the movie meandering. It makes it seem like it was, a curiosity so shop of like crap from Superman. I have not read the comic, Superman. but I watched the movie for this, and it was so bizarre. The, this is a dumb thing to equate it to, <laughs> but the best I could <laughs> equate it to was like a crime drama, like where there's a little bit of like underarching story that goes from episode to episode. Over. Sorry, I said that earlier. Overarching story, but for the most part, like each episode seems pretty self-contained from start to finish. Yeah. I would imagine that that's kind of what reading the comic book is like. Well, what that they... there's certain stories that are kind of wrapped up between each episode, but there's also a major underlying well, the... story about like the sun. So, and all of that so stuff. they they kind of touch on it in the movie, and then they really expand on the comic book. Is where he meets Atlas and Samson, and then they're like, "You're that gonna was die." So that whole but sequence so, like, in the in movie, the movie, is movie so bad. there's all of these things that are like complete throwaways, like the movie would have continued on exactly the same whether it happened or not. The scene where, like, Lois... The the lizard man (laughs) scene. The scene where Lois gets, like, paranoid and shoots him with the Krypton ray. The scene with Samson and what's-her-name. Atlas. Like, all of those things Mm -hmm. were totally irrelevant, 100%, to, like, the, the main point of the story throughout the movie. But I can understand why how in an episodic format that was like a self-contained kind of story it had like a beginning maybe like a cliffhanger end almost and it worked well in that format but if you're gonna make like a csi movie it's gonna basically be an extra long episode of csi it's not gonna try to within it insert a bunch of little bits because there's just not the time to explore those to the point that they make sense. well like you are not incorrect because superman has to do those yeah, mm-hmm. he has to do those series. So by episode three, they introduce that he has to do these tasks. He has to complete these labors. It's it's similar to Hercules and his twelve labors. And then what happens is is each comic book is each issue touches on forgiveness, mercy, compassion. None and of that comes across in the film. None of that comes across in it's the movie. It's like random little five-minute vignettes that really have nothing to do with anything. It reminds me a lot of Watchmen, where yeah. it copies these moments from the comic book, and it, it stretches itself to its detriment to accommodate these moments from from the text, and it doesn't work in movies. It's like an example of how difficult it is to take something that is episodic in nature and make it into a full-length movie. You're 100% correct. You can't just take that directly and put it into a movie because the formats are entirely different. Yes. And an episodic format is designed to make you want to watch or read or whatever the next episode. Whereas a movie 
It's just one sit-down thing and it's over. And yes, it needs to keep your attention throughout the whole thing, but it's not like it needs to keep your attention so much that weeks later or whatever, you want to see the next one. It's a totally different idea. Kim, I completely agree with you. I just realized I left out uh, one paragraph from Luke's write-up. Uh, he said the comic is written by my favorite writer, Grant Morrison, which is why I asked. Nice. It's like when you said my favorite writer. My like, favorite uh, writer is Grant Morrison. He's he's definitely in like my top three. Um, uh, he says the comic is written by my favorite writer, Grant Morrison, and the screenplay was written by very important Dwayne McDuffie. To which Sorry, I, Dwayne. Most mm. of most of that just it came directly from the comic. I feel yeah, like. it so, was copy paste. But that's the thing is is like uh, like Zack Snyder took he he copied ninety five percent of Watchmen and still managed to miss the point. Yeah, because the thing is is like comic books aren't a poor man's version of TV. Well, comic books are not a poor it's man's not version a story of movies. It's yeah. its own thing. I feel like Sin City it worked. Yeah, but that's because Frank Miller became a crazy person after 9-11. Uh, Grant Morrison <laughs> is perfectly suited to write comic books. And like one of my problems with All-Star Superman is the setup and the knockdown. Whereas Grant Morrison and Frank Quietly, every panel was that perfect moment. Whereas in the movie, they have to set it up yep. and then do the knockdown. Well, they, like, and the, it became meandering. It was no, the very and then it didn't. Thing. And then Superman's going to die. And like all of the voice acting and all of the 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 his the lungs trail, just burst. The trail <laughs> to the next point was so relaxed, yeah, and so lackadaisical. And yes, Asperger's, it just seemed so random and disconnected, yes. mm-hmm. and just like he, he what has the more here. Fuck, just happened, Hang on. and how did we end up here? Yes. He says McDuffie worked on many excellent shows I love, including Justice League cartoon, The Amazing Ben Ten, Alien Force, and Ultimate Alien. And the overlooked but amazing Static Shock cartoon. I met, I met Dwayne McDuffie. He was also a driving force for black superheroes and a really important figure because of that. Unfortunately, he passed away in 2011, a few days after I watched this film. First watched this film. So, so that was beginning. Now, like, that we've, stuff. now that we've done this, can we talk about how hilarious the movie is? Yeah, it's really Take us there. 100%. Matt Loman of. Climax and every other My Arms Are Lasers. <laughs> You've been on there a couple times. I've been on there a couple times. I 100% heartily endorse All-Star Superman as the a comic, comic book. Yeah. As a movie, it really let me down. Now let's talk about how terrible the movie was. <laughs> I've watched half of the movie and I couldn't continue. There's His lungs so burst. many points that are like, <laughs> That's hilarious in the, comic, though, in the wrong way. But the way, way he delivers it. But yeah, that it goes back to our discussion about how you can't just take one and directly apply it to the other. It just doesn't 100%. work. One hundred percent. Grant Morrison loves the Silver Age of comic books. So the Silver Age of comic, the Golden Age of comic books, is nineteen thirty nine when the first Superman came out to like nineteen fifty, and then nineteen fifty one, then on until like nineteen seventy five, nineteen eighty. Is the Silver Age. Now, the Silver Age is where, like, Green Lantern and The Flash and Superman and Batman, those versions of all those characters we know, were born. And that is when Grant Morrison discovered comic books. So you have this gee whiz, like, oh my god. Science. Progress. Yeah. We're going to the future. We're, we're going to walk on the goddamn moon. And kill or Hitler. Sun. We're going to 
this man mission. Yeah, nineteen sixty one, Fantastic Four and our ball Birth, ship. Birth of the Silver Age comic books. Mm. And that is when that happened. And then the problem is in the movie is everyone is reading it as like a modern person, and they sound so fucking bored, and, and they sound half goddamn asleep. And I feel like the movie can't stand by itself. If you don't know the backstory, like, no, not at all. Kim's exactly right. Abruptly, yeah. lizard people who apparently live in the Earth's core, and, then, and like, they're the descendants of dinosaurs who survived extinction because they adapted to move into the Earth's core. See, that what makes sense fuck? when you rally it up into a single panel. But comic. but they <laughs> set, but they had to yeah. provide all that exposition for me in a cartoon. But Kim's right because in a movie, when you bring up something like a secret dinosaur civilization, it sounds mm, fucking ludicrous. Like you that are, should be a whole movie by itself. But you are trained. When you watch a movie mm. for that to pay off. Whereas in a comic book, it's just backstory. Yeah. It's background radiation. Yeah, and this and is that like is why random, it doesn't work. It's like a random two-minute bit in the movie where he fucking fights some lizard people. Well, it's it, it, it's the, the cabinet of curiosities thing. It just makes you realize how ridiculous um, so much of that is because you're hearing it out loud and Which in a it. comic book, which is a modern, like 2010 mock-up of the Silver Age comic books where you're like, yeah, mm-hmm. secret dinosaur civilization. Sure. Yeah. I believe that this Superman encountered them before, but if everyone's saying it in flat, dull tones, it doesn't work. First off, speaking personally as Matt Lohman, if you mm-hmm. were like, Matt, we designed the perfect woman for you in a laboratory, I would say, does she look and act like Christina Hendricks? <laughs> and then you would say no, and I was like, you fucked up. But then, then I'd add, she has tattoos. And then I Christina said, Hendricks is Lois Lane in this movie. You managed to make Christina Hendricks boring to me. Yeah. <laughs> well, and like Joey pointed out, like, does Superman have fucking Asperger's? I told him at one point, I said, do you think that his affect here is on purpose? Or he's just a terrible voice actor. Well, no. Well, in, like, that, in that scene, can't... it's just he's concerned about the well-being of everyone. Well, you have James Denton, who was the voice of Superman in this, who I'm not a fan of. My first Superman was Christopher Reeves. Yeah. And then Tim Daly, who was the voice of Superman in the animated series. Who not, did a very good job. Not Justice League? And then in Justice League, it was George Newbern. And the problem with both of those guys is is they kind of played it a little arch. They kind of played it a little up. They played it a little to the people in the back, where it's like, his lungs just burst! Uh. I'll be right back. Whereas every single reading in this movie, from Clark to Lex to Superman to Lois Lane, was fucking flat. Yeah, 100%. It sounds like someone who's literally just reading a page who's not an actor. Whereas the, the comic book is a love letter to the silver age grant morrison wrote batman for three years and he tried to make every crazy batman story including the one where batman had a costume that was purple yellow Mm. and orange and make it make sense this man loved the silver age and then you have a bunch of people who are reading it from a modern bent and of course it fell flat Mm. like well we didn't read it to be fair. Again, I did. All-Star mm-hmm. Superman is one of my favorite comic books. It's probably my top three. Took me two days. Top three? No. Top five? Absolutely. And this What's movie really curious. let it down. Well, I actually tweeted this. is uh, This 
comic book uh, Twitter was like, what's your three, if you were trapped on a desert island, what's your top three favorite series you would read? Yeah. Mine was Planetary. Yeah. Legit. Uh, Grant Morrison, who wrote All-Star Superman, and Howard Porter's Justice League. And then Mark Wade, who is my favorite writer ever. Wasn't Planetary Warren Ellis? Yes. And Mike Waringo's Fantastic Four. Hmm. Joy, what's yours? My top ones? Yeah. Your top three. Planetary. Uh-huh. Preacher. I was going to say Preacher. And... I'm going to go to Nick. Let me think. For another time... I don't know. The ones I... I feel like I... I don't read Preacher. very many comics, but I yeah. like Goon. Goon's Joy great. Deadpool. Goon I was thinking of putting Goon. Deadpool is one of the ones I could... I like because I could jump in the middle and... And not worry about yeah. back... You know, backstory. <laughs> it's fun to read. But now, fucking All-Star, man. That was, that was great. Um, All-Star Superman is... Grant Morrison is my favorite comic book I writer. Do, I do have two questions. Him and Mark Wade are, are dueling at all times. Mark Wade, yeah. I love Mark Wade. I do have qu- two questions about the comic. I'll direct to Matt. Hit me. Um, Earth Q, whatever happened with that? That is just him answering the Bizarro storyline. And the thing is, is Bizarro's been around in Superman forever. Like, what's the opposite of Superman? So the idea of... But that was Superman trying to figure out if Earth would f- continue on with. Oh, wait, him. you're talking about the one where he created we, Earth. He created Earth, and then it, like, never... And then Jerry Siegel and Joe Shuster on Earth-Q created Superman. Did that happen in the comic, or... or it happened just... in the comic book. <laughs> okay. It happened in the comic book. So, so Grant Morrison and I have done a lot of similar hallucinogenics. <laughs> we've, done, we've done ayahuasca, we've done DMT, we've done LSA. And his thing is, is that no matter what, on every possible Earth, on every possible vibration, there's always a Superman. There is always a Superman. Wow! And if you huh. read, if you read Final Crisis, no matter how cynical you are, or what race you are, or what your idea of a perfect world is, there is a Superman for you because he teaches you how great we can be if we don't care about personal, if we dedicate ourselves to the best of the world. Because, again, Superman doesn't want, he doesn't care about wealth, he doesn't care about power, he doesn't care about prestige, because he's so super. And so there's a black Superman, there's a blonde mm-hmm. Superman, there's a lady Superman, because in well, every we possible version of the world, there is the best possible version of your world. We know that in the next 100,000 years... In the future, there's always a Superman. There's apparently. always yeah. a Superman. Um, what also happened with the, 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 was it Kandar? The Jar people. He moves the them to Mars. The tiny planet. Well, the, the people that were like, we're going to help the, Superman and, not die, but then they set so, out. And so so in the movie, happens. he transports them to a planet. Mm-hmm. And then he lands, and then he comes back. And, and the yeah, two he, crypt- he implies he's never going to be able to come back. And then, then the does. two Kryptonians take over planet earth right in the comic book he takes them to mars and he can't he can't make them bigger but he lets them colonize mars which is what he said he was going to do in the movie but but there was like a strike force in it they're like we're gonna help superman not not die and then they nothing ever my my last one is going to be either goon or atomic robo okay not to dumb down the discussion both good choices but can we talk about the fact that when he meets the two kryptonians he's like I'm also oh, in the movie? from Krypton. Oh, yeah. <laughs> in the movie. Yeah, he's like, maybe we're related. Okay. Maybe. Like, hey, Kim. How the fuck does he think they're related? Kim. Earth explodes. <laughs> you travel to a planet with a red sun. 
you have super fucking powers. <laughs> On the macro scale, you're related to everyone yeah, who escaped I, the exploding but earth. I don't just run into someone and be like, you're also from Indiana? Maybe we're related. First off, 100%, if I run into someone from Indiana, <laughs> I assume the best of them. Much to my chagrin. But you don't assume you're related. No, okay. but I assume they're good people and we share similar values, and I am often wrong. <laughs> yeah, that's But sure. Matt, Kim, Joey, in the movie... Nick. Nick. When, when they, like, faint, the Lilo Matt. faints and falls down, Yeah. and then he goes after her, and he's like, oh, I feel so weak, what's going on? In the movie, I'm glad they didn't do this as the comic... They're like, what's wrong? In the comic, it goes, Superman, and I quote, was like, as far as I could guess, it means you've traveled through a cloud of like radioactive. <laughs> right. Yeah. Which is accurate from the comic book. Yeah. Radioactive at, uh, kryptonite dust or something. As, as far as he says, as far as I could guess, that's the most accurate. The rest is like, you know, yeah. you've traveled through some radioactive material in the universe, which is weakening what? your What? This is basically saying, as far as I could guess, I'm going to tell you the exact insane thing that just happened. <laughs> but at least in the movie, he kind of uses X-ray vision. He's like, yeah. he's like looking. He's like, oh, if you traveled the same path. You he's like, oh no, if you traveled field of Krypton or whatever, if you've yeah. traveled that dumbass path, yeah, you're dead. But you guys are idiots, and you didn't know it. Also, how is he not dead if he traveled through that? Well, path? he didn't because they are lost in space, so they could have traveled from any. Any number of locations. I guess. But he, he traveled like straight he traveled from the Krypton. They were lost space explorers. Yeah, but he was like, if you followed me, then you probably also passed through the such and such. Well, they didn't. He didn't follow him right off the bat. They're exploring. <laughs> okay. Because they were, they were, they were basically Buzz Arm, <laughs> Buzz Lightyear, <laughs> Buzz Armstrong, <laughs> Buzz Armstrong. <laughs> Fair. They're basically <laughs> Apollo astronauts from fucking Krypton. Yeah, and jerks, by the way. Well, they're Kryptonians. <laughs> Kryptonians. Stereotypes. Kryp- Kryptonians Whoa. walk like this. <laughs> Earthians walk like this. Kryptonians be all like. <laughs> yeah, be all like. <laughs> fucking dicks. All right, let's. But let's it just run. played better in the comic books. It's like I'm sure it does, and I'm. It, but I, I mean, tell. actually, in this case, I was like, what? I could as tell far as I can tell, from the the one issue I read of the comic, I was like, it, he just, he's just playing in the medium, and that's this the the movie feels like a cash grab version of yeah. something that was tailored specifically to what it was written for. So, mm-hmm. like, of course, it's not going to work. I mean, I mean it, it's like it shows you why like screenplay and adaptation are like are categories of jobs. Oscars <laughs> because it really can. Make a difference. It's not so easy to just take one medium and then transfer it to another. Um, yes, exactly. I was going to say, <laughs> I still liked Watchmen, even though I know it had its problems. So I think it is possible, but uh, I digress. I still kind of want to go back and read this because I do enjoy Grant Morrison, but I I have yet to read Invisibles, which I want to do first. Also, we discussed the fact while watching the movie that all of the liquids in the film looked like cum. cum. <laughs> in, the, in the back half? Where where Lex spits on his face and they cut to the counter angle where it's on the, the glass. glass yeah, and it's like in the comic book they didn't do that. It was, but it was just he actually just jerked off on it. Just it looked like, like cum, cum dripping totally. off Superman's cheek. <laughs> it's because he squirrels it, just pockets it, and shoves it in there like dip. 
and then he has just a little lip full of cum anytime he needs just like it's a self-defense mechanism yeah, yeah. so just, if you're in prison just remember just are you coming to gang rape me <laughs> here's some cum in your eyes <laughs> where did you get that don't worry don't about, worry like, about keep it. it just keep it in your lip like chewing tobacco <laughs> yeah dip yeah. storm your exactly. cheeks <laughs> Gross. <laughs> That's what I learned from All Star Superman. This has been another custom show brought to you, I believe, for the third time. Uh, third, maybe fourth. I don't know. Definitely second, at least. Yeah. <laughs> well, he he had one not too long ago for his birthday, and I thought that was his third. Whatever. I wasn't on that one, so it doesn't Joke count. Honorable. Okay. No Comcast count unless I'm on it. Oh, okay. Nice. But you don't want to be on all of them. Well, only the ones that require me to do a fuckload of homework or watch an entire season of TV. But this this one, you just had already done the homework. Yeah, because <laughs> All-Star Superman is one of my favorite comic books. Yeah, yeah right. I hate that fucking movie. <laughs> I had to read the comic books. I'm glad I did, so thank Luke, you. Luke, I'm a little disappointed that you love the movie so much. <laughs> to each his own. Yeah. Well, nope! Thank you, Luke O'Connorable. <laughs> nah, Luke O'Connorable. Not really. Thank you for this podcastable. <laughs> uh, Didn't say it would be good. This uh, has been another custom show, which you can get your own at explosivemagico.com over on the store, just like Luke did. Uh, email us at explosivemagico at gmail.com. Tweet uh, at all the shows or explosivemagico. And uh, join our Facebook page. Yeah. We got we got uh, we know stuff on there, and then also follow us individually on uh, Twitter. Oh yeah, At action climax. <laughs> if you go right. to the about section of explosemagico.com, everyone whose whose name is on there listed and hyperlinked that goes to their Twitter page. Does it? It does. Cool. But uh, also follow uh, at Matt Loman. Oh, you Twitter, changed it, and then at action underscore climax on Twitter. At LOLJK Podcast. Wait, what is Action Climax? Action underscore Climax is definitely our <laughs> Gmail. <laughs> Isn't it just Action Climax? I don't fucking know, Joey. <laughs> I, don't, I don't listen to that show. Action underscore Climax on Twitter. You know, and it, Luke, Action Climax, all one word on gmail.com. Yeah, Luke knows where we're at. Yeah, Luke knows. This is for everyone Ask else. Luke. This is for everyone I'll else. I love Australia. Ask Luke. This is for Luke... <laughs> This is not for Luke. This is for Hugh Jackman. Thank you, Luke, for spending the dollar we dues. Thank and you for spending four hundred dollar dues. All of the dollar I dues. We'll see you all next time. I am Joey Reinish with Kim Reinish, Bye. Nick Allen, sure. and Matt Loman. Hello. Peace out. <laughs> Hugh Jackman. <laughs>